Hello, and welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. We're your hosts. My name's Phoebe. What? My throat just made a really weird noise. wonder if the mic caught it. Well, I fucking hope it did, because I'm already feeling bored with you, with this, everything. Great. It's always Caroline that's the one feeling bored. Well, that's because I'm endlessly entertaining, so how could you be bored is the question. <laughs> I'm Caroline. Today we are recapping season four, episode five, four of Pretty Little Liars called FaceTime and not even the kind you think. And not even the kind you think. And it's spelled different. Who's your favorite person of FaceTime? Mimi Perry. Aw, that was an immediate response. She's really probably the only, or, well, me. I guess I don't really FaceTime Taylor. <laughs> Who? Me. Little yeah. old me. <laughs> I do like FaceTiming Caroline, <laughs> but, um... I was going to say Taylor, but I normally will just leave her, like, like whenever I'm walking, like, this summer, whenever I'd be walking home, like, late at night, I would leave her voice memo, so it looked like I was, or I'd FaceTime her. I do love a voice memo. I'm but such a voice memo bitch. Mimi, I know, will always answer my FaceTime. Yeah. If I FaceTimed her right now, she'd answer. Well, don't, because we're working. <laughs> okay. How about that? Um, I feel like we have so much to talk about this week, since we didn't record last week a normal episode. Um, but we did put out those bloopers. So if you haven't listened, they're they're pretty funny. They're actually LOL funny. And if you did listen and you heard me talking about the song that I wrote, I said something along the lines of the music I'm craving hasn't been written yet. So it's up to me <laughs> to make it. And then I referenced the song that I actually wrote with my friend Steven. And this weekend I got to see him and he still had the song. And I thought I could play it. Yeah. If you do you think they would like it? Because Phoebe's words actually were, you guys should release this. Well, <laughs> that's an excerpt of my quote. And those were her words. Okay, hold on. I'm going to play it for you. It, you guys can let me know. It does your, eat in the beginning. I Obviously. And I, okay, Stephen and I both think there were like, like, we did record vocals, but we just don't know where. Because we both have the tune in our head. And it was this. Don't want to be one of your radium girls. Ooh, ah! And there was like a, <laughs> like in the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's Heads Will Roll remix, kind of like that. Right, okay, here right. we go. Ready, guys? Let me turn the volume up. Let me just crank this. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Can you just crank? <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the song. We sat in my car after rehearsal one night outside of our apartments for like, I mean, I think an hour is is the bare minimum, probably more, making that. Mm-hmm. And we took a cover, uh, we took our album cover art and it was, you know, in your car, like the, like your hazard lights and how it like glows red. Mm-hmm. It was just that. And then... Oh, this song might have been called Radium Girls and our band was called Hazard with no vowels or vice versa. Right. We can't remember. And honestly, it doesn't matter. I think you'd give Big Sis a run for your money if you really <laughs> laid into it. Don't say that too loud. Why? Because <laughs> just we're, we're fans up. of Big Sis. We are. We are. We are. Um, We are big fans. Anyway, guys, I went to Asheville this past weekend with all my friends and had the best time ever. Thought I could regale you with a few stories. Yeah. If you're interested. 
Um, sure. I already told Phoebe, but <laughs> I want to just kind of, this is like a war. I'm actually issuing a warning to everybody. If you like popcorn and you like spice, you may have heard of the Carolina Reaper popcorn and or spice. So my friend Kyle, apparently every night has popcorn and he puts this Carolina Reaper spice on his popcorn and it's like super spicy. So we're shopping in Asheville on Friday and Addie, Kyle's girlfriend, finds like an actual like pre-seasoned bag of microwave popcorn and it's the Carolina Reaper. And she's like, oh my God, I have to get this for Kyle. The bag is like five bucks. Like it's like for one thing of popcorn. And there was normal popcorn in the house too. So... You know, I do believe this was an honest mistake. Unfortunately, it was also a catastrophic error. So my friend Alec decided he was going to make popcorn. He goes upstairs to the kitchen, puts the Carolina Reaper popcorn in the microwave unknowingly, and it literally, like, explodes. It's like that horrible smell. At first, the first, the top notes of the odor were like, when you burn popcorn and it smells so bad and you're like, oh, fuck, we're just like stuck with this. So I go up the steps and the whole kitchen is full of smoke. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, Alec just, you know, and then I'm like, ah! I'm stopped mid-thought because suddenly my throat is burning. My eyes are watering. I'm like coughing like crazy. I run out of the house. I'm followed by everybody else running out of the house, coughing, like retching, eyes watering, feeling terrible, nose burning because the fucking Carolina Reaper seasoning is essentially like a pepper spray, like mace. So we were all like inhaling not only this popcorn smoke, but also basically mace. And it hurt so bad. And we had to be out of the house with all the doors and windows open for two hours at like midnight. We just had to like be outside. We weren't going back in to get anything we left because it was like terrifying. It, it was so bad. We were like, will we ever be able to go back in? So it's just a cautionary tale. Did he not follow the instructions? He followed the instructions on the box for box for the normal popcorn. So were there regular were there instructions for the not normal popcorn that would have Yeah, on the back of the bag, but he looked at the box and like this was just like the single uh, thing of popcorn. There wasn't like a box. But so, I mean if someone were to buy it, they'd be able to avoid yeah, this. Somebody who had the common sense to actually read the package they're putting in the microwave. Right. Yes. Like, oh, here's an unopened box of popcorn, and here's one singular bag that looks a little bit different. I'm going to use context clues. This says Carolina Reaper. This says Orville Redenbacher. And that's not sponsored. Yet. Yet. <laughs> so that was a standout. Let's see. Night one, we did the Dark Carnival, which uh, everybody had to dress up. My character was the creature at the bottom of the dunk tank, of course. And we played like Anthony came up with this big drinking game kind of thing. I ended up winning the whole thing, which means I get to choose the location for next year's trip. A very highly coveted prize. Congrats. We're going to go international. You heard it here first. Okay. Then the next night we did the Barbie themed murder mystery, which honestly I was so nervous about. But Clyde, round of applause for Clyde. (laughs) Because he really turned it out. He... Did so much more work than I did. One one might say all the work. Um, (laughs) And created such an amazing murder mystery night for all of us. It wasn't like from a box or anything. Like he just did it. He gave everybody a clipboard with like a character page. um, Their relationship to the other people in the room. Like, I mean, these storylines. He had a conference with every single person before it started to make sure they were like straight on their story and everything. And there were like rounds and in between every round. 
we'd play a drinking game and whoever won got to like read the clue to everyone it was very fun did he get to play no Clyde and I were murdered of course in front of everybody very publicly we were murdered and it turns out we were were murdered by Malibu Beach Ken lovers scorned (laughs) no not this time but (laughs) but usually um so yeah that was awesome everybody had like really such a good time and then Sunday we just kind of did our own thing and we did karaoke at night as we always do and everybody we do so like everybody puts a couple songs on slips of paper and puts it in a hat and you draw out of the hat and that's what you have to sing so it can really be anything and that's kind of scary i know other than matthew had gotten that sweeney todd song exactly i know it's scary because the first song i picked out of there was when he sees me from waitress which is a really hard song that i don't really know i only know that like when he sees me part um also if you haven't noticed i'm a baritone right now my voice is pretty much from night one just literally from raucous laughter my voice is shot wow because they just made me laugh so much it's not very healthy (coughs) (coughs) well no it's not healthy i was not being healthy with my voice this weekend Mm. i was using it i was i was maxing out its capabilities for sure so i'm glad i have this week off i don't have to even really do much with it except talk to you fucking loser (laughs) (laughs) happy thanksgiving by the way oh yeah Happy Thanksgiving. Okay, so while I was doing that, while I was on a bender, Phoebe was in corporate America. She moved to Nashville. She's in her apartment. Tell us, tell us everything. Hmm. But I also have to mention that Road Warriors, Lila and Prentice did come up to the Asheville cabin for the Barbie murder mystery. They were the princess and the pauper. Amazing. I had a little bit of FOMO. Did you? Only a little? Yeah, well, I mean, I was my mind was elsewhere while y'all were there, so. But you did have FOMO, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it was really fun, and like Lila showed up in her pretty little podcast merch. Everybody brought it and was wearing it all weekend, so they were the best dressed. But it was so good to see them. It was just super fun. Okay, anyway, tell us all about you. Talk to us like about the apartment. Like, tell us about your job. What have you been doing in Nashville? The this job is boring. Well, it is kind of boring stuff Not really. right now. It's really exciting to move into your first apartment no, by yourself. Ex- it is exciting. It ju- I just like what I've been doing right now has been boring. I have been like collecting things, putting things together. There are bunk beds in my apartment right now. That's a, that's an interesting fact. So you I'm should having, lead with that. So I'm having to take them apart. I did sell them. Oh, you did? How much? a hundred dollars with the mattresses i just wanted to get rid of them and like i didn't buy them so yeah Um, tell us about the furniture pieces that you're looking for maybe the road warriors have some leads i'm looking for a low tv stand that's also long okay and i'm looking for a dresser she wants a dresser with character though yeah aria vibes no totally come on totally you know it i don't want this dresser right now you don't want an ikea dresser well this is the dresser that i have in my childhood bedroom yeah i actually hate um every ikea dresser i've ever had because they're like they put that thing at the bottom of the drawers that like they're terrible they suck they're not great and it's not me it's not user error it's not that i overstuff them (laughs) that's not and that i lose the knobs that's not it (laughs) you lose the knobs i don't know where the knobs are to my middle door so i gotta either open the top or the bottom to open the middle door Wait, but how do they fall off unless i could do it from the side um i don't know they were loose and then every time i pull them and then they just disappear (laughs) dude it happens um give me a freaking break it happens 
give me a freaking break. It's been good to be back in Nashville. But do you miss Pittsburgh? Do you miss us? Yeah, but I mean, it's like, it's not like I was alone in my apartment for like three days before I came to Charleston. And actually, um, I did something really brave. I came to Charleston with um, basically just the clothes on my back. (laughs) (laughs) I came to Charleston with my backpack. Um, She was a girl on the run, a vagabond. Which contained a a road warrior. My computer, well, Sky Warrior. Right, in Sky Warrior. My computer, <laughs> my work computer. Flex. My work computer and my podcast computer. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Both are work computers. All my cords, all my microphones, Gizmos gadgets, my Steelers <laughs> jersey, and my Hoka's. The necessities. And then Gizmos I had, gadgets. <laughs> I had my little toiletry bag, and I did, re- not that I'm ever going to not check my bags because we've discussed our That's affinity for checking a bag yeah. but i did realize uh, my reasoning for it has always been like well i don't want to deal with my toiletries yes exactly but i realized that all the toiletries <laughs> that i bring are below three ounces oh. i just have no concept of how of much what an ounce is three ounces yeah is. i mean i mean because that's not real <laughs> it's, it's not a real way of measuring things literally made up and um so yeah that's kind of what i came here with um the plan I, I act, there's actually a suitcase in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania right now that was supposed to be here filled with actually all of my favorite clothes and all of my leggings and a lot of my underwear and a lot of my socks. Okay, TMI. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Don't check out your undergarments, you weirdo. Um, and the plan was for my delicates. dad to drive it down here. And then I get here and <laughs> I'm like, mom where's my suitcase and she's like oh ask dad i might still be in the car <laughs> and i'm like okay wait i am dying to know how this conversation at went. this point i'm like did he quickly admit that he was wrong or no what do you think no <laughs> <laughs> at this point i'm not thinking that there's any way it was it was forgotten right because it was a conversation for a week right and mom had been saying all week like oh it's so nice cvs enough to bring a suitcase oh my <laughs> all god. this stuff oh my god and dad goes what <laughs> no there's no bag b oh, oh my god and oh. i was like wait what are you jo-? we were like mom was like he's joking <laughs> and i was like wait are you being serious there's no bag in the car <laughs> he's like no were you supposed to put it in the car <laughs> no <laughs> i told him where it was oh, were you in my to room put it in there? no because all none of, none of mom's stuff was in the car Oh, my God. He wasn't leaving for Charleston until a couple days after Mom and I left for Nashville. Um, Needless to say, I started a big fight in the house. (laughs) It really did? Yeah. Tell me more. Well, everyone's listening. Exactly. Mom and Dad just got in a little... They were, like, annoyed at each other for a second. I thought maybe you got to be No, I was just like... (laughs) What's the deal? I'm going to sleep in my jeans. (laughs) Or naked. What? I was trying I thought that I heard them. Oh my god, they're talking shit about you. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait. <gasps> Phoebe. Oh. <laughs> they just said that you are acting like a slut on this trip. <laughs> I agree. I wanted to talk to you about it, but I was gonna wait till we had everybody here, as in the Road Warriors, of course. 
Um, well, so, but Phoebe did get something good out of it. And honestly, so did I. So I'm really happy Phoebe <laughs> didn't have any of her clothes because dad took us to Lululemon. Yeah. Such a slow. Now I'm suffering style. I haven't had a pair of Lululemon uh, leggings since eighth grade, and those were Caroline's, and they had, you you guessed it, holes in the crotch. <laughs> uh, from Phoebe. No! I mean, Nashville, anyway, Nashville's been good. I went to the tavern with Taylor. And, no way! And um, so it was good to be back, good to be back, and um, Mimi, we got a free picture of the new Shiner beer. Wow, so was it good? Beer. It's pretty good. Probably what I'm gonna order from now on. Hmm? They're almost the top seller in the country. Wow. We're about to beat Texas. That's crazy. And they're like so freaking tiny. Yeah, that's wild. I love it. Anyway, um, and then Mimi and I did a ton together. She helped me move a bunch of stuff, move my mini fridge, move <laughs> well actually we got to my storage unit and we had to like well uh, in my head I was like Mimi's here because this is a two-person job and she knows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I open the thing. Mimi's like holding the cart. <laughs> and I like go to lean down to pick oh up the, the fridge. And Mimi is just standing there. And she was like, oh, I, I just got my nails done. I <laughs> love her. And I, I knew that's what was coming next. <laughs> so um, she did keep the cart still. And that's a huge deal. Yeah, and then she held the cord as though the fridge was... Because imagine if it was wobbling around. Yeah. I mean, that'd be hard. Mom has a deep, deep-seated fear for storage facilities. Really? Yeah, she thinks they're so unsettling. And they are a bit unsettling, but I'm not, like, scared of them. Mom told me I couldn't go alone. Yeah, you can't. But, like... No. I have gone alone. You're dumb. And you're admitting that live on the air? Live on the air. Hopefully I never have to go back there again. Because we have so much to talk to. We haven't gotten to be on the podcast since Harry Styles shaved his head. Did you hear the rumors? I heard they're terrible and cruel. <laughs> but honey, most of them are freaking what, true. What are the rumors? That he shaved it for White Lotus. Oh, oh, I would fucking love that. Would you? In theory, but then I remember his acting. Did you see that movie? Don't worry, So darling. you don't get to judge. No. My policeman? Yeah. Yeah. You did? Oh, was it good? I mean, the acting is a whole... I mean, it's just... It's hard when he's a... If he were the Marvel movies, he can get away with it. Okay. Because I feel like everybody's kind of... It's not a movie that's no... Not that there are bad actors in it. I just mean that it's a different kind of Mm -hmm. role. They're like having more fun with it, so I think it's easier for someone who's not really an actor, yeah, to do. But when he's surrounded by like really exceptional actors, mm-hmm. it like magnifies his shortcomings. Wasn't he in Dunkirk too? Mm-hmm. He's done a ton of shit. That one was fine just because he didn't have a really big role. Mm. He just like had to be British and young. You sound like a hater. No, I'm not. I just don't yell. White Lotus is like. Special. I love White Lotus. you know how many times I played the theme song this weekend? I just blasted it. I love it. It was fun. I was like, can we just get this on a loop? I need a longer version. I I do. I love it. And I just, I don't, it, it, to me, it kind of commercializes it a little too much. Okay. Well, they, I mean, that's kind of insulting because they've had big stars on every season. No, but big actors. Yeah. That are like known for their act. It's just like, oh, Harry Styles is in it. It's going to, to me, it cheapens it a little bit. I don't, I think that is, I think you got to wait until you see it. 
and you need to trust all the other people on the team a little bit more because it's not fair. I it's guess. not fair that you're going to let someone that you love cheapen a show that you love and affect all those other people who work so hard on it. Well, I mean, I'm going to watch it. Fucked I just up. mean, if hey, he- look at me in the eyes. Fucked up. No, I stay by my opinion. Okay, well, that's wrong. I just. Um, Here's the deal. And listen, I don't want to get a note in here. It's like, Caroline, <laughs> baby, can have her own opinions. Because no, she fucking can't. Okay? <laughs> she can't. The right opinions are mine. And she knows that as well as you, <laughs> as well as me, as well as you, as well as anyone. Okay. And all she has to, I'm making it so easy for her. All she has to do is just regurgitate what I'm funneling into her ears. <laughs> and she's trying to dissent. Yeah. It's disgusting. Be a follower. Like, I don't mind the shaved head. I don't either. It's kind of hot, but like this and isn't I, permission for Anthony to shave his head again. No, I do. So th- if you see me in public ever, which you probably won't, but if you do, and we talk about Harry Styles or he walks by, don't bring up that he looks good with a shaved head. Because Anthony will be like, oh, well, I should do it again. Right. Um, I do, I, Sometimes I'm like, wait, in my head, am I picturing the actual pictures I've seen of him with a shaved head? Or am I picturing the AI-generated versions of him <laughs> as a soccer player with a bleached buzz cut? <laughs> and do I even know the difference anymore? <laughs> because that's the thing. Now when I see a picture that I think is like a little bit goofy, I'm like, is that AI? <laughs> it's like just someone's head draw. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this looks weird. Like when I see something about Patty Lapone and Aubrey Plaza living together, I'm like, like is this an AI generated story? Like this isn't real, but it is real. And I love it. It's bringing me so much joy. I know. I want that documentary. Imagine I just want to be a fly on the wall. Why wasn't there a film crew there? I just want to be a fly on the fucking wall. Speaking of a film crew, um, Variety released their top 40 women most powerful women on reality television list oh whoa i didn't look at this some noticeable snubs is ariana not on it no ariana's on it is she number one um they didn't rank them oh wow powerful move i thought so too um they have lisa vanderpump as the last one like listed well of course but i don't necessarily think that she's she's not just a number one she's an empire so the usual suspects, of course, we've got the Real Housewives, um, we've got Candy Burris, we've got um, Nicole Byer, love her, you know her, mm-hmm. um, but she's kind of fallen, like I haven't like really paid much attention to her lately, so I'm like, I must be missing something here. Kyle Richards, of course, Julie Chen Moonves, hmm. who I can't stand, she's the host of Big Brother, but she, I guess she had to be there. Um, okay, but... I want to get to the noticeable snubs, okay? And that's the Selling Sunset cast. Oh, we're going to talk about them. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm getting to this list, and I'm like, where's Chriselle? Weird that Chriselle's not here yet. Chriselle's arc on Selling Sunset has been one of the most interesting things to follow in current reality TV. And if you are in the camp who still think selling sunsets too campy or it's the not fucking point not great reality it's not bravo reality tv it fucking could be it is and the i'm point of it. andy cohen hasn't bought it up yet the point is that the outfits are crazy the point is that it's campy like they're not going for actual reality reality television is a very loose term and i think people need to get more comfortable with that idea but, okay, so I'm scrolling. I'm like, where's Chriselle? Where's Chriselle? Where's like, Christine? Surprising. Well, Christine's not really on reality television anymore, so. Yeah, but I'm sure they have people on. Is Paige no, DeSorbo is... on there? Yeah. Paige DeSorbo? 
over Chriselle. Oh my god. No, listen, you let me finish. Chriselle is on here, but oh. <laughs> she's at the very end. You've really tricked me there. But she's sharing the spot with Mary. <laughs> Put them both on. No, but also like okay, they did the Kardashians as one. They did the Emilios as one. That makes sense. But Mary, Mary's not. They're the not part- sisters. Also, Mary's not the one in that cast. I'm sorry, I'm putting up there with Chriselle. It would be Emma. And I'm not even ready to go. And I'm not ready to go there. But really, if you if you needed to show Mary and Chriselle, they could have had their own spots. I'm certain there's somewhere in here we could have cut. <laughs> Paige DeSorbo. Okay, you hate Paige DeSorbo. I don't actually hate her. I just don't think she's like on this list yet. I was surprised to see her on this list. I will say that because I agree. But then I'm like, well, she has been on three Bravo shows. I guess that's fair. Summer House, Winter House, Southern, Southern Charm, Charm, which yeah. is on a lot more now. She and Craig are one of the biggest power couples in Bravo history. And they just went to BravoCon and they were like doing that together. Another person who I think is noticeably missing is Lindsay Hubbard. Oh, especially right especially now. Especially after this year. Yeah. It's interesting that we don't have Lindsay Hubbard on here after... She and Carl were a huge Bravo, arguably the other like biggest Bravo couple at this time in this category. You know, I'm not talking about Real Housewives here, but you would think like if we're going to have Kyle on here, then it seems like, you know, she just went through this. If we're going to have Ariana on here, like, yeah. duh. it is really interesting when you think because like I am still not re- like I can hold my own in a discussion about the housewives in terms of just being mom's daughter. Yeah. But I never there really. There are so many of them. It, it's, it's really It's hard. also kind of daunting to yes. like be like, I'm going to become a housewives it fan. It is. When you haven't. Because it's it's like at this point, like two decades. I know. Of every fucking city in the United States of America. It is a lot. It's, it's a great ride. I'm not shitting on it, but it is a lot. And, and yeah. I, but I do feel like what's, what's different about them versus like. And maybe it's just what I, the media I'm consuming, but like Southern Charm, Summer House, Vanderpump, all of those shows seem a little bit more. Maybe it's because younger people watch them. They seem a little yeah. bit more media driven. And like I know those names a lot more than I know the stuff that's going on with the house. Like Lindsay and um, what's Kyle? Yeah. Like knowing Carl. that. Yes. Kyle's one with the mullet. Mm-hmm. Knowing that story versus like i didn't really know i still don't even really know like what went on with kyle and mercutio <laughs> oh oh kyle richards you mean i thought you were talking about yes. kyle cook um can we talk about selling sunset have you finished yeah did you watch the reunion um i finished like two-thirds of the reunion you probably got through the most interesting because th- they spend like freaking 15 minutes at the end talking about oc what oh, oh okay yeah i tuned out of that part why was mary lou there at all she, they brought her out for two seconds. It was and so she stupid. And she kept lying. I know. Like, but girl, we just watched it. I'm so... But <sighs> it did... Like, I think she was with Jason just for the money, for the fun, and for the show. Because the way that she... She was like... She watched it back and, like, it was like she was so detached from the stuff that she said to Chriselle to yeah. start drama and get camera time. And she yeah. was like, well, I had a great time on the show. I had a lot of fun. Literally. It was really good to be here. And um, I'm going to go back to Paris now. Yeah. She acted like... She was just like, oh, ha, ha. that conversation. I want to know what happened. Insane. I know it was really. Jason probably watched it back and was like, 
I know. <laughs> Wait. I know. First of all, I'm still in love and with they, Rochelle. Them coming. <sighs> Dude. He, I mean, he's completely in love with her. It's really sad. It really is. And it's just never going to happen. And you know what? Like, really happy for Chriselle and G Flip. Chriselle, I just wish that G Flip could, could go by can we like please a know different their name. name. <laughs> like, please know G, G what Flip, is your name? Flip, yeah, I guess calling them G works. It's much better. But um, I think it's cute. Like, Chriselle has totally found her voice. She's It's it's such a transformation yes. from who she was. The f- she to really even think of her being married to whatever his name was. Oh, my God. And the way Justin that she Hartley, was. Jason like, I feel like she could take on Christine now. Oh, I think so. I mean, she is. And everyone's like, oh, she's such a mean girl. It's like, no, no I'm so sorry. I'm so sick of the narrative that if you speak your mind and if you, like, stand up for yourself, that you're a bitch. Or if you're not two-faced and you don't, like, her whole thing where, like, we're coworkers. We don't have to be best friends. It's like. That's so true. And somebody said that to me about theater once. They were like, those aren't your friends. Those are your coworkers. And like, you might make friends. It's kind of how this you and is. I are. Right. We're not friends. We are coworkers. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you don't have to, you just have to like coexist and get along with everybody enough. But there's not an expectation that you have to be best friends. But in this industry, people seem to think that. It's like, everybody has to get along. Everybody has to be best friends. And if you aren't best friends, you hate each other, mm-hmm. which is not true. And there needs to be another option. Yeah. Like, and there is that people just don't and want I to acknowledge that it that because they're like, we'd rather call you a bitch than acknowledge that maybe you're just being a realist and that we're not all going to walk out of this yeah. best friends. And that's and okay. that pressure that we put on those environments, like with, with what Lucy Hale said in the Call Her Daddy interview, or like when you listen to the One Direction boys talk about it, it's like if we hadn't put that pressure on them, they had to be best friends. They probably wouldn't have left those situations with so hurt yeah, or like exactly. hating anybody. Exactly, because, because like, okay, well, like, we everybody just- thinks this should be working and happening, and it's not. So what's wrong with me? Like, yeah. You know, and fight. It's just yeah. So, and you want somebody to and blame. And you're like, well, it seems like I'm the only person who understands why this isn't working. And does that make me the bad guy? Right. Exactly. But Chriselle just killed it this season. I thought. I thought so too. Okay. What are our thoughts on Brie? I really liked her this season. That is shocking to me. Yeah, and she actually reminded me of you at one point. I don't remember. It was a, no. It was a good moment. I don't remember what it was, but she just is very. I like, need to. I need to know the. Moment. I mean, definitely not at towards the end. The end, she, she pushed me to my limits a little bit with her. I think but she in the just like, girl, get over yourself. Like, and I couldn't remember if it was you or Kelly who was like, I really liked her, and I was like, no, it was Phoebe. Like I thought it was Kelly, and I brought it up to Kelly. I was like, I mean, I don't really like her, and she's like, oh no, me neither. I think she's, like. She, I think, actually is too much of a bitch. And it's a shame because I really like her when it's just like her and Grishel and Emma, like when yeah. it's like the people that she likes. But this whole thing with Chelsea, I'm like, I'm sorry, it Chelsea is- did come tail between her legs and apologize to you. Mm-hmm. And you said, Brie, that if she did that, you would yeah. really respect it and whatever. And then you're like, mm, I just don't. And Chelsea's like, what? Wait, what else do I have to? And then you're like telling Grishel, well, I don't think she meant it. Well, okay, that you didn't say that to her. Like, it just seemed so like she just didn't want it to get better, kind yeah. of. Which I'm like, maybe that's true, but then don't say that the apology would mean so much to you. So like that, I had a problem with. And then that girl showing up when they went to Cabo, I didn't like her. And I thought Ch- Chelsea did. At first, I was like, maybe Chelsea's just trying to be nice. But well, I, the girl's obviously going to be on the show. 
I think Chelsea knew that it would bother, and she said it. She knew that it would bother Brie. Yeah. And I just, to me, I was like, that was, if you do want to mend things with her so much, why did you do this? Okay, but I think the bigger issue here for me is that the girl comes up to Brie and Brie's like, I don't know you. And the girl's like, um, yeah, like, and she's like, I don't, I'm going to get out of here. This fucking freak. This, like, she's like being, it's like, what happened? What's the actual truth? I do wonder about that. Because that was crazy. I'm sorry. She's like, she's acting like she knows me. You don't fucking know me. Like, how dare you? It's like, girl. And then her whole thing about, um, I'm not making enough money. Like the way she speaks. I'm like, those are your bosses. That was crazy. I, it was definitely towards the beginning that I liked her. And I do like, I think that what I, last season i feel like she was trying to prove herself so much Mm -hmm. and she was genuinely like causing problems with everybody and she was just being elusive for no reason about so much well that's how i feel like she is now well uh, just with the girl i I felt like i feel like we got to see a side of her like with her kid and like i just feel like we i I liked her a lot more this season i i left not really having a problem with her except for at the end like I think she has a lot. She might be projecting a lot because I'm sure she's yeah. feeling inadequate in her relationship. Well, here's another question. How do you feel about Chelsea? Because I love Chelsea. I like her most of the time. I, I think love that she her. is kind of a much better version of what Amanda's trying to do. And we'll talk about God. Amanda later. But Chelsea. She on your nightmare rotation? Amanda is for sure. <laughs> and so is Nicole. Wow. Oh, What's with okay? Here's the other thing, Nicole. What's with the hair? What's with stop every, what's doing with it everything like that. about you? What's with the veneers, girl? The veneers are, are out of control. This is this is Amanda and Nicole every five sentences. Well, I have known Jason oh for my God, we get it. I used years. to see him put baby powder on his balls, girl. Shut the fuck up. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. care. I don't care. I I really don't. Nicole, you are nasty. Nicole is nasty uh-uh. and i'm tired when she when they tried to peg that on chrishell i'm so sick of it oh my chrishell is probably one of the nicest people on I planet know. earth and I'm like you be- guys are putting her in impossible situations if you think she's acting out it's out of like d- self-defense like you guys are fucking and amanda you you're supposed to be chrishell's I'm friend Switzerland. i just oh shut up i'm sorry here's i'm gonna say something if you take say you're switzerland oh well I mean, I'm still friends with, they never did anything. Be loyal. Amanda tries to say that she's being loyal. No, you're not. You're actually being wishy-washy as fuck. And you're going to take the side of whoever you feel like. She's such a virtue signaler it's, in the it's reunion. It's like so fa- fake to me. I'm like, sh- Amanda, you don't this have to is going to be, be your person. whole storyline is like, well, and you're going to take out. And it's like, just how about this? Just take a fucking side because you're clearly on and one. And it is wishy-washy. But it, it at first it is like she's. I mean, in the end, it's like, well, it seems like you've fully been. I'm like, you send that video to Chrishell and you think that was crazy. You think she still wants to be your friend. You think that she's going to still let you do G's studio. You're crazy. Especially and the fact that she offered Chrishell's like, I, I'm going to pay her for everything she already did. But like, and Amanda's like $5,000. Like, and Chrishell's like, well, you didn't actually do anything yeah. for us. We didn't we ask filmed you one day. So you were also getting paid for that she was like we didn't <laughs> ask you to buy all the stuff all right you didn't yeah. ap- get it approved by us yet what do you mean we owe you for that stuff yeah and i feel like amanza um 
there was the one dinner where the OC people were there and Amanda got so wasted mm-hmm. and laid into Nicole yeah. for Chriselle. And at first yeah. I was like, okay. I know. Because that is the only side of the whole situation that, I think that anybody it, yeah. should be taking. Exactly, exactly. Is that Nicole started that, had something out for Chriselle. Some weird, I think she has this weird complex with Jason where like she just like probably resents Chrishell for mm-hmm. dating him and for breaking his heart and yeah. like that Jason's still in love with her totally and that Mary and him were able to maintain this like really good relationship and yeah. she doesn't have that as much but then in the end when Chrishell's like I hate you I don't like you I know I, and Amanda has to go like Amanda this doesn't concern you even a little bit Amanda, just don't stay open your out. mouth and and oh uh, uh, don't, don't say hate. hate and Chriselle's like no no i hate you and amanda's like well can you just explain to me like what you when you say hate maybe it means something different to you <laughs> well amanda what does it mean to you i want to murder you and your entire family because like that's also a different feeling than hate <laughs> that's like bloodlust that's the that's like you're crazy but Chriselle hating nicole is not crazy it's kind of valid it's i hate nicole she's i don't even know her Sorry, Nicole. And here's my opinion on Queen Emma Herman for Hernan from, from this season. <laughs> Queen Emma Hernan is having the most fun, as Phoebe said. Most boring person alive. She, but that is why she's able to have so much I fun. I know, because there's not a thought in that head. Except but, for she's like a zillionaire. Yeah, by her, they, and she's like my, younger I, than me. I always think about that when I think about these girls. Because I'm like, they're all so dumb. But then I'm like, wait, no, they're not. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're not. They can't be. Emma's just like, la, 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 la. Emma's like that girl that's like never in her life had like to face adversity really. You know? So like everything, like she's like, why would anybody be sad? Everything's <laughs> fucking great. And look at my boobs. She she is Barbie <laughs> before she goes to the real world. Uh, so that is Emma Hernan. And anyone who's around her gets to live in that little bubble except when you fuck with Chriselle. And then Emma's like, no, that's my wife. And then Emma's like, well, it turns out I'm a nightmare dressed like a daydream. And she probably would say that, too, in a sentence. And she'd show up at your funeral in a fully bejeweled dress and dance on the hall. I can still make the whole place shimmer. She would, And then she'd be like, empanadas? <laughs> wants to go on my jet. Nicole, I was uninvited from the jet. Chriselle goes, you were never invited. <laughs> Girl, well, I want to say, but also I did kind of like that Chelsea, like I liked how Chelsea was in Cabo, how she was just so excited, so appreciative yeah. of everything. Like that girl has so much money and she was so mm-hmm. like, she was like, this is the best. Oh my God. And I was like, that is cu- sweet. Like mm-hmm. I, I really liked her this I season. really like Chelsea. I think she's also... I think she's real. And like, that's again, like she can admit when she's wrong and she's willing to like give you a second chance or like, you know, she's grateful for a second, second or third chance for herself. Like with Brie, like, I just think that she's not only great TV and fucking stunning, but like, just, I like her. I like her as a person. The only people I didn't like this season really were Amanda and Nicole. I and, yeah I really and Mary actually I really liked her I mean she and Grishel I know I was like oh I've and been waiting for I this and I them. love Romaine this season oh my God. which was the biggest shock of them all and Mary's like he's the best husband ever and I'm like I was not seeing that from him before but he is but now I, he I've chose he loves her so he's much kind of like I believe it now Toby vibes 
he's just like yeah. building, building, building all day. I, and he right. just like and he's like my queen. I know, and it's so and he's like kiss more, and he's like going to. Co- I just he, he, I am here also, for it. Like I don't really want to get into this because it's kind of a downer, but like the whole thing with the miscarriage, yeah, and like that for. I mean, it's been his storyline that, like, he wants kids so badly. I and know. thinking about him being strong for Mary. I know. While he's also, like... And thinking about how how hard that has to be for Mary to think, like, you know, uh, he could be with someone who might have an easier time giving him what he wants and having to, like... It's terrible. Yeah. Um, Did you hear the news? Karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming, coming straight, straight home, home to me. And Scott Swift said, I fucking love that lyric. Has she done it again? Yeah, she did it twice. But I don't, I didn't see any videos. Obviously. I don't want us to keep it in permanently. No, me either. It'll become too much. But I guess the fact that the line is Karma's the guy on the screen is like, well, that's not the truth anymore. Well, he is kind of on the screen like every week. That's you know kind what? of that's like his true. thing. That's true. Um, on the field. <laughs> karma is the guy on the field coming straight home <laughs> to me what how are you feeling about trailer i'm kind of in the same place i've been in fucking like, loving it loving every second like one foot in one foot out okay not at all what i thought <laughs> <laughs> so, so not loving every no, single because, second because the foot that is in is so it's in quicksand. <laughs> that is in is stuck in quicksand. The other fin- and she's struggling, so she's sinking faster. <laughs> the other leg is strapped down, and like it's like bringing me back down to earth a little bit, and it's just making me scratch my head. And I actually was listening to Molly McPherson, the PR girl on TikTok. Uh-huh. Um, she has a bunch of videos, but she, I, she did an episode on them on her Patreon about PR. And because she gets the question that, that we uh, <laughs> that we, we literally just did a PR relationship <laughs> Patreon episode that we ask all the time of like, well, Taylor doesn't need PR. Yeah. And she was like, there is a misconception that because sometimes PR can include marketing and advertising, yeah. but PR is all about the perception yeah. and maintaining a positive perception for someone. Someone like Taylor needs it more than anybody yes, else. That's a good point. So, I'm not ruling. I here's where I am landing is that it started maybe as PR or yeah. like their teams being like, well, they could really like this yeah. could be really big for both of them, and also they could really mm-hmm. get along. And I think that that's kind of where we landed. Like they just, I think they're really into each other, and it's great. And I love that for her, and I love that she's a guy like Travis now, after Joe. Here are my reservations. <laughs> One, she was just. I just don't see like Demois just put out that video about them getting engaged around her birthday or Christmas time. No, I think that's crazy. Absolutely not. She just got out. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. There's no way she's still not kind of heartbroken over Joe. E- well, they were together for six but years. I think, okay. But hang on. Think about midnights. Okay. That's a breakup album. We've yeah, all totally. said it. So it's been over a year since that came out. I think she's been coming to terms with this for a lot longer than we think. And I think when it ended, she's a lot more okay than we think. Maybe. Also, if he was such a shit bag, like, yeah. And she's been fucking distracted is the other thing. So that's true. I do just kind of feel, and I felt this way since Maddie Healy, she is just kind of like, she, I think when you get out of that kind of relationship, you've been in a relationship you for so, so long. so far the other way. Not even, it's, it's also just like, she's just letting herself... 
have, have fun, fun. And, and like we don't need to yeah but but i okay i think it started out like this Travis Kelsey did the bracelet thing, but it's not because he was like pining over Taylor Swift. It was like, because that would be like a funny, cute thing to do. And like, yeah, Taylor's hot and fun and cool, but like he probably wasn't like, I want to date her, you know? He probably didn't think that was like really a possibility. And then her team might have been like, you should, he says this. And her team's like, you should just, I mean, go for it. Like, whatever. So she reaches out to him. They end up going on a date they really like each other and they start like exploring and they're like, well, we don't want to like go public too soon. Cause we don't know. But like when we do, it's like, let's just go for it. And like, if we're sure if we like, you know, we really like each other, it's been a couple months. Let's go full throttle, full steam ahead. The opposite of what I did with Joe, because I'm ready to celebrate like my career and being like she, me. And I feel like she also, Joe probably got in her head of like yes. the way she was doing it with her other relationships was wrong in yeah. some way. And now that she's it's been like it's out not of it as for a like year, it's not as good of a relationship if it's photographed that, more. Now that she's been out of it for a year, she's like, I know I got my heart broken in those relationships, but I had a really good time. Yeah, and I loved those showy relationships mm-hmm. and going to Calvin Harris's shows. Yes. she's like, I actually like having a boyfriend where I can like be seen in public this, with them and like support him. Publicly. He has stuff that I can go support. Yes, exactly. There was no freaking conversations of friend with friends red carpet. No, no. And if there was, he wouldn't have wanted her there, <laughs> which is the other thing. It's like this. Yeah. Evil little man is just so the vibe for him. Yeah. Sean was right. Yeah. But anyway, so I don't know. I'm still loving it. I'm I do super love here it. For I it. don't want people to get it twisted. I do. But I, I just I don't know. He ta- he talks about her more than he talks about anything else. That and, is and his most important fact right I now. I get it because that we're the same way. We it's talk. the most interesting thing about him right now is that he's with her. Of course, that's why. Someone <laughs> posted a video of him walking down the hall, and like, or walking like down to like go to the locker room, and they were like, he just has that vibe of the kid who was somehow always walking around the halls in high school. Yes, a hundred percent. His old tweets, though, I'm like wholesome. So funny. Kind of dumb. Wholesome. Love it. All right, well, we don't, we need to like move on. Um. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. So I, I do think we need to skip ahead and just see what people sent in and then get into the show if you're cool with that. Yeah. Do you not want to do your rotation? Oh, we got to do that too. Sorry. Okay. Whew. Let's see. Top five holiday songs. Let's just go back and forth and just get to five. Ready? And no particular order. For me, one of them is going to be Baby, Please Come Home. Santa tell me. Mm, that's a good one. Um, Santa Claus Lane. Santa Claus is coming to town Bruce Springsteen. Oh, that is such a good one. Harry Connick Jr. White Christmas. True love. My only wish this year. All right. We can stop there. We got Perfect. to six. That's six. Honestly, the entire Christmas and chill. Uh, the enti- I listened to it on repeat in December. It's so good. All right, next. I literally love when you say, I see you. Here you go. Ready? Here we go. I see you. 
Is that one good? You do one. That, no, I think that was good. Okay. Knowing what you know now, which of the girls would have kids and how many? Love y'all. Spencer, two. Boy and a girl. Um, Aria, none. Aria, none. Emily? <laughs> well, I don't know. No, no, I mean. Emily, one. Hannah? Five, <laughs> but like, but not intentional. No, Hannah's, Hannah's that like, friend damn that, it. Hannah's that friend that shows up to like every like when like the girls like go to hands to like catch up. <laughs> she's and got she's like, like three guys. kids with her. Her hair is a mess. She's <laughs> like, and she also holds up. She holds up the next pregnancy test. She's like, <laughs> again, Ugh, guys. I know, <laughs> I know. But she's also like <laughs> the best mom. For me. <laughs> and she's like so like goofy and fun, and we all love her. That's what I think. Okay, and what era are you guys currently? I'm in I'm my... trying to get on my reputation era. Okay, bitch. Um, I'm in... I feel like I'm in my Midnight's era still. What? Caroline's married? No, I just mean like the vibe of the album. Oh, okay. You know? For me, that's it. Okay. Uh, they <laughs> The golf cart parade. Guys, it's happening. If you're listening on Thursday on Thanksgiving, it's happening now. We are doing, and I can announce this now a Barbie theme and dad freehand like drew the classic Barbie side profile outline and Mm -hmm. it looks fire. Everybody has a costume. Um, Phoebe, I believe is going to be in a literal Barbie box. Yeah. But there will be plenty of content on the stories. Um, We will not leave you hanging. I promise. And Charles, I love that you are the biggest Connell family golf cart parade fan on fucking earth and really i wish you could be here with us <laughs> it means Same so much you have I, no idea i also just want to say i know kelly listens kelly i meant i meant what i said i feel like i can't believe that <laughs> like it just doesn't feel quite right without you not here <laughs> kelly's never been here for thanksgiving <laughs> i just mean when they were all driving back from Asheville, i was like well isn't Kelly, Where's Kelly going? Isn't Kelly with them? <laughs> yeah. Why is Kelly in the airport? Well, it was so funny because we were all going somewhere and Anthony was like, all right, like my car's full. Here's who's in my car. And he doesn't name Kelly. And Kelly's like, wait, what? I'm in your car. And he was like, oh, uh, okay. And someone's like, I'll go to another car. And she goes, and it hurts my feelings that you didn't immediately put me in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We found a video from the confessionals because I did confessionals for this vlog. It's going to be magical of Kelly just talking about how she and I became best friends to somebody else who's in the room off camera. And then the phone just dies. <laughs> like <laughs> mid converse. It's very wholesome and sweet. She's wasted. Um, and that was the night of the Carolina Reaper popcorn. Yeah. And with that, let's get into our rotations. Well, wait, Lila asked a really great question. Oh, that's not in like the, sorry. Sorry. Oh, speak of the devil, Kelly. How is IOP? Well, we're talking about you literally right now. Okay, if you were fighting verbally with someone from the Vanderpump cast, who would you definitely be able to make cry and who would make you cry? Current cast? No, I think all time. All right, do you want to go first? Yeah. Go. I would be able to make Kristen Doty cry. Probably, yeah. And Jax would make me cry. (sighs) Because he would get, I would be like honored to be in a verbal fight with Saucy yeah whereas with oh my Jax, god yeah he would like say something it, so it would, mean it would like actually be like so yeah because he's such a he's such a man yeah. in that way so my answer okay i'm gonna go 
Okay, with who I, I could make cry, I think I could make Sheena cry. Mm. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she I feel, she and Kristen, I feel like, are the easiest ones, probably. But I also feel like Sheena's, like, intense. But I think I could make her cry very easily. Well, Sheena when? Sheena now? Sheena now. Sheena still. Sheena still. <laughs> Wait, remake theater camp and make it about Sheena Shay. <laughs> Please. <laughs> theater camp is good as <laughs> Um, yeah. Sheena, Sheena Shay is also in the I'm in love with the pizza girl music video from Jonas, the TV show. <laughs> Which on is like Disney iconic Channel. and I can't believe she doesn't talk about it more. I can't believe it's on her person. She's been in a lot of music videos, <laughs> yeah. I guess. I don't know. How she's she such a music video girl, she's actually. So <laughs> you know? Well, you know? Um, okay. And then the and then I've got three different people that can make me cry, but for different reasons. Okay. The first is Katie Maloney. Oh, okay. She can make you cry. Oh, well, yeah, most in a second. Here's the thing. Most Honestly, anybody in this cast <laughs> could make me cry. Lala <laughs> is right under Jack's. Yeah. Because again, I would be honored. But uh, yeah, be honored, but same Stassi thing. Like, just has this like God. Like I have the, she, she I is have this God, God reverence to her. <laughs> Ariana said it best. God is a woman. And, and then we Stassi met Stassi Schroeder. Schroeder. I love Except Stassi. Except she says she's the devil. Stassi's like who I want to be. And I feel like I'm close. <laughs> So why don't you feel honored when we get invites? Oh, do you not think I'm like Saucy? Wow. <laughs> Ouch. You hurt my feelings. Um, okay. So the first, hers is Katie Maloney because she is a tough bitch. Like for sure. Next. Did you see what Kristen said? No. Um, the fight in Mexico when uh -huh. Tom pours the drink on her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She said that a producer, like one of the cameramen, when it initially happened, was moving the camera from shoulder to shoulder and missed it. So they had to recreate no! the fight, which kind of made me happy. Like to me, because like, but that's also like devastating because poor Katie. I know, but I, to me, I'm like, okay, then they're not necessarily fabricating it. They're they, it is just like what's happening. I think so. I think and these so people like, are nuts. I think these people are also loaded, and like <laughs> crazy things happen when you're around people who are always fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Tom Sandoval, money wise, and I was like, huh. no. Tom Sandoval could make me cry because he would make me so mad that I would like, like we would get in a fight. Caroline hates <sighs> when like she's in a fight and the other person like won't relent at all. Yeah, and he would do that if you were fighting yes. about like the Raquel stuff. He would just like stand his ground. And he would like we could be fighting about anything, but he and it could be whether the sky is blue, like. And he would stick to his side so firmly, like, and be wrong that it would drive me nuts. And then he'd, like, be a fucking nasty little prick asshole. And, like... Like, with Katie. Yes. And it would make me so fucking irate. So it would be, like, crying out of, like, anger. And then Tom Schwartz, if he's in one of his moods. Because he is the meanest fucking guy on that show, actually. And it sucks because he's such a little cherub at first. And then you hear the way he speaks to Katie. And you know behind closed doors, that poor girl. Like, he would make me cry because he is mean as fuck. Yeah. Like, I just hate the sound of your voice saying that to his wife. Like, just the, I mean, you know, you were appalled by some of the stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so th those are my answers. Yeah. Good question, Lila. Yeah. Okay. Let's do our rotations. Go ahead. Or I think, oh, yeah, you go. First is. Phoebe is Nightmare. Amanza in her fucking ball. <laughs> The basketball purse, the Chanel basketball purse. That's not a purse. Guys, I have to think about my nightmare rotation like 
for a long time normally mm-hmm. when i watched the first three seconds of the first episode <laughs> of this season of of selling sunset i rushed my phone so f- i've never had someone in a slot so early wow at first it was just the ball and then she started acting the way that she acted this season. i mean she drove me nuts you there is a way to be the peaceful friend and the rational friend mm-hmm. and be the per- the voice of reason and fights without getting on this high horse of like i'm just yes. trying to, and also this martyr this well, martyr syndrome like, of Amanda. like she's like she's like i have to keep this family together and this is the only family i have and it's not like, about the family like Chrishell you have two kids Chrishell doesn't feel that way no and and hey you had this really great relationship with her in your life and you squandered it mm-hmm. because you, you couldn't you needed to be the the person who's like everybody just be nice to each other i know and it's so contrived too yeah. and i think what you're saying like it goes back to what we were talking about where it's like Oh, we're a family. We're a family. Like, no, you're not your coworkers. Mm-hmm. And you and Jason can be a family. And you and Mary and Nicole and Jason can go be a family because you guys might be like family because you've known each other for 20 plus years. But the people who come here and receive a paycheck, it's not on they're them. They're not your family. Literally. Like, they don't even have to be your friends, dude. She drove me fucking. And also, I'm sorry. It's not like she's above any drama. Mm-hmm. Like she acts like she. Oh, I want. And so she's above, like, no, you're not. You are it. in it. And don't. I'm sorry. She's an arc, and that starts so much. She's like, well, I have to because I'm a good friend to Chriselle, and I'm a good friend to Unicole. So you're gonna talk shit on Chriselle to me, but because I'm Chriselle's friend, I'm gonna go tell her what you said, and vice versa. And then I'm yeah, because I'm a good friend to Unicole. It's like no, you're a double agent. You're a fucking snake. Literally. So Amanda's on the list, Ooh. and her ball is also just stupid. Yeah, it's dumb. That was stupid. Did you hear she styled herself the whole season? What? No way. <laughs> Nicole <laughs> is next. And oh my God. I just am like, if I'm Nicole, I'm going to get to a point where I'm like, okay. I've tried to have beef with Chriselle so much that ever I was trying so hard to get everybody to see my side of things. And no one will. Maybe I am... It, it, like barking up the wrong tree. Nicole's husband texting Amanda, fuck you. That was oh, ins- And insane. I'm sorry, Nicole, you knew he did that. You probably typed You it. probably ma- told him to do it. And he was probably like, it, okay, and I'll say I did it for sure. I would, I'm sorry. Like, what am I friends, husbands who I've known forever? What if Anthony did that to Kelly? <sighs> oh, I would, I mean, it's like, if fucking Evan texted me two words, fuck you, I would say, I'm done with both of you. And Chriselle didn't do a thing no, to you, Nicole. No. Noth- everything that she quote unquote did was instigated yeah. by you. She did say on television, you do drugs, which like That is... was the one time where I was like, Chriselle, sometimes when but she then says it's like stuff- Nicole. You should have just let that one go because you turned it into the storyline. Mm-hmm. It didn't. You didn't have to go get a drug test the next day. Look, people you're say lo- that all the time. You're looking incredibly defensive. Yeah, are you? You're acting Chelsea like you're on drugs. It, Chelsea said it best. She was like, "We all know you don't do drugs." It was never about well, that. But then Chriselle was like, "Well, <laughs> that's when I was like yeah, a little." Ma- I'm like, "Chriselle, shut the fuck up." <laughs> I know, a little I'm, messy. I'm glad with you that found your voice, but boop, boop, boop. yeah, but let's lower it. Um. Okay. So yeah, and then I guess lastly is dad. <laughs> I guess that brings me to my last slot, which 
Stop it. And mom's going to love that after she's been crying about how she's on either of our rotations. And then you put dad in. Well, oh he's, I mean, he's on it because he forgot my suitcase. And I forgot that I didn't have a third person. Wow. So you acted like you were so prepared. It's Chris Connell. Evil. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Um, my dream rotation sort of collected names over the past couple of weeks. So some of these, you know. All right. The first one I'm going to do are those... Um, Those moist, like, little finger brownies that are just, like, the small little one. You know what I mean? That just went down. You <laughs> That are just um, kind of moist and, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like, on a cookie table at a wedding, you've got those little, like, yeah. little brownie bites. Yeah. But they're, like, they have a little frosting on them and they're so... Sometimes they're better without the frosting, though. Oh, my God. I love them. Because sometimes they botch the frosting. And and if I go to a wedding and you don't have them, why not? <laughs> I wait, like them wait, a God, lot. Wait, guys. Can I have a confession? <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I knew that. That's hilarious. Like, I give a fuck. Are you kidding? <laughs> that's so funny. Wow, that's great. Okay, so, yeah. So, those little moist finger brownies. I love them. <laughs> next up is jojo siwa for a second i was like are you a nightmare no um because here's the deal i've been watching special forces and here's what i'm gonna say as someone who's been mm, very annoyed by jojo siwa over the years because her whole thing was like being, being annoying, annoying um i want to apologize and i want to like start taking it back because you know what this girl is so fucking hardworking and strong and she seems so kind and she also is so like she is in the room trying to pump everybody up and like help everybody where she can like she's such a team player and I like I have loved watching her like and her, same with her like facing her fears and stuff like yeah. it's just been cool and I have a new respect for her I think she could literally win this thing like I think she's really impressive. And next is Tyler Cameron because they have developed this adorable little friendship. She's really cute. Oh my God. I love it. Like, okay. Jojo was like super upset and, um, about something like she had like a hard, whatever. And she like r walks out of the room and you have to go with a buddy. And like the only other girl there is her buddy and they go together and Tyler's like, I'm coming too. And he comes out and just like to be with them so like he can see how she's doing and talk to her. Like, I know. And Caroline's like, eyes are welling up, by the way. <laughs> my eyes aren't glistening with the ghost in my past. <laughs> <laughs> and then like they posted a video together and they're just like really good friends. And I think it's so cute. I love their friendship. And I have re-fallen in love with Tyler Cameron on Special Forces because he's just he is, I think, just a sweet man. Yeah. Like I just and I'm gonna sit in that him. relationship because and you will I find also, me here. I also unfortunately saw a video. She's gonna be on Tom's podcast. I did see that. I won't be listening. Yeah. You can't. No. But I did see that his podcast is a lower rating than ours. So that's a Bang. win. That's a win. All right. Um. Let's get into. Unfortunately, it's my turn to do the recap. She. Is in her bad girl era. Um, she stole some hydrocodone from her medicine cabinet because her shoulder was killing her after her fall. Um, 
trying to save the girls from being hit by a car. Um, and so then she was taking them so she could swim because she had a really important meet that her admission to Stanford was relying on. And um, the medicine made her dizzy and she ended up hitting her head really hard. Um, and she wanted to go to Stanford with Paige and live together, which is insane. Okay. But then Emily slipped up because she told the doctor that she had taken that pill before and had a bad reaction. So her mom got called and then it just spiraled. Um, her mom picked her up at school and like grabbed her by the arm. And I guess someone a thought it was a little bit forceful. And so child protective services is now investigating the fields. Um, and Emily's dad is coming home. And so we know that a actually reported her and a is targeting the moms of Rosewood. Um, Spencer did not get into UPenn, which is a big fucking deal for her family. Um, obviously, she's a legacy, and that's going to be a stressful conversation. Toby gave the RA, the A-Lair, 2A in exchange for information about his mom and her death because we know she did commit suicide by jumping out of a window at Radley. Um, but the information he received from A hints that maybe she didn't kill herself, Um and so Spencer and Toby go to Radley, break in, and they discover that from the window she was supposed to have fallen or jumped, it would have been impossible for her to die because there's like an awning surrounding it. And so they don't think it's probable that she actually did kill herself. There might have been foul play. Um, they also found a mask in Allie's box of her things. They like discover that there was actually a mask of Melissa's face in there. Um, and it was from that Hector guy who did all the other masks. Hannah is super suspicious about her mom. She does not believe that she was in New York at all, but definitely not for the whole time that she said she was gone. Um, and Wilden was killed while she was away. So Hannah's really worried that her mom had something to do with his death. And like, if she did, A's going to find out. It's going to be really bad. So of course, Caleb, because we love a man just getting themselves involved in fucking everything. Caleb confronts Tom Marin about it. He's like, the girls need your help. And Tom actually confirms that Ashley was not in New York the whole time. She actually went to go see Tom, asked for money, and then stole his gun. So that's that's very troubling. Um, Aria is now dating Jake, her, what is it, Tang Sudo instructor, um, and trying to get over Ezra since he's her permanent teacher now. There can be no more Ezria. Read it and weep. Um, Ella was invited to go to Vienna for an entire year with Zach, her much younger boyfriend. Um, and Aria really encourages her to go because now that A is targeting the moms, it would be a lot better if she got the heck out of Rosewood. And that is what you missed. Wayne's home. Wayne's home. That's Emily's job. <laughs> In case you forgot his name. Wayne, he's been gone for a while. Um, he's home. The fields have got to rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. That's really all. Yes, then we go to the high school, and Caleb tells Hannah everything that Tom Marin told him, basically. And Hannah suddenly is the definition of, like, I can be as mean as I want to this person, <laughs> but you shouldn't fucking say a thing about them. Because now that Caleb is, like, on board with the fact that maybe Ashley did something kind of sus. Hannah's like, Hannah's like how dare you? You're saying my, so you're saying my mom killed Will. So you think my mom's a serial killer? <laughs> so you think she's, like, Dahmer, huh? <laughs> That's what you're saying. You think she ate him? We saw his body, Caleb. What, it's my hair? That's adding to the humor of this? What? Caroline looks like Aria when she did her, her steampunk do. And you're it's like, evil. <laughs> it's the poop. You're up. hateful. <laughs> Fix my fucking hair. Yeah, just for me, for my comfort. Waste time. Um, and so 
he and tells he, her though that the gun was a 38 and so he's like hopefully the gun that killed wilden doesn't match because if so <laughs> it slides out for ashley <laughs> and then aria comes up in her hair makes her she's in an andu but she looks like season one aria she looks very young i and i thought she looked really pretty yeah <laughs> um so anyway hannah's on fucking fire though and she like approaches um sparia and she's like we've got to figure out the mask so spencer what are you gonna do and aria and spencer are being nasty aria says good morning to you too han aria shut up and Hannah look goes, at what's at stake here <laughs> Hannah goes good morning and goes right back into her like because thing. hannah is on a mission and then thank god emily shows up and she's on a mission as well so they're both like all right, let's let's light a fire under your ass, Spencer. Forget about you, Pen, for a little bit, and let's figure out what's going on with the Melissa mask. And then we go across the street, and we have, by the way, well, I'll get to that later. Um, we have Hottie Holbrook and his partner, um, Lieutenant Tanner. I wrote Lieutenant Butterscotch. So we got Hottie Holbrook and Lieutenant Butterscotch <laughs> because she asked for a butterscotch later in the episode. I was like, that's hilarious. Um, but lieutenant butterscotch is a slut shamer though so she yeah. says if i dress like that in high school my dad would have had a stroke they don't even look slutty i'm like girl you they're, have not even been here they're all in business casual you have not been here you never even met ali de Laurentis. oh my god you don't know what slutty is you've you, met jenna i wish you would have seen some of the things these girls were wearing before this is season four episode four you think there haven't been worse outfits <laughs> oh even though this episode god. is is exceptionally tough yes um, so they're gonna try to figure this out and find out why those pretty girls attract so many corpses and he, i like how Wilbert goes um we're here to solve the cases that those locals keep tripping on <laughs> keep tripping on and i'm just like first of all that's the you asking that question why are all these corpses around these girls is that's what got wilden killed so maybe stay out of it second of all <laughs> Maybe do just you, let these girls be. Do you not think anybody in the town hasn't also been like, huh? I know. Do you, are you the first person to notice that pattern? Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Then we go to the courtyard at the high school and... Spencer's hair looks amazing. She's got a fresh blowout Spence side part. She looks great. Episode. I'm loving it. Emily tells the girls about the child protective services situation and that her dad is back. And then the girls ask Arya about Jake. They're like, so how's Jake? And she goes, fine. Yeah, she's no, being like, really he weird was about fine it. the last time we asked him. She well, goes, she, he's still fine. She and Hannah also get in a fight because at first, Arya goes, that's what happens when, um, or Emily's like, that's what happens when you're a liar. And em or Arya goes, just little ones. Oh, Arya. <laughs> and then Hannah goes on this big thing about how little lies are the ones that get you caught. And that's true. And then Arya, like, gives her, the, I was floored by the look that aria gave her when she said that. aria's like so annoyed with these girls and it's like aria just because you get to ship your mom off to vienna so you don't have to worry about yours yeah spencer's like isn't your mom going to vienna that's far and aria goes yeah exactly <laughs> exactly okay and then and then it's just emily and spencer and spencer goes senior year is supposed to be the best time of your life did you know that did you know that <laughs> it's just so funny emily goes that's true if you <laughs> emily doesn't say that but no. that's true she, remember how we said we're gonna start saying that yeah <laughs> senior year is supposed to be the best year of your life that's true <laughs> and emily goes if you survive it <laughs> and that's true Ooh. okay i love this scene we have the hastings at the brew we never get the three hastings women at the brew i no, i mean i feel like vivi does not go there vivi is like she's, no, a, no. she's starbucks only vivi is starbucks drive-thru like no, she's gallery of starbucks 
But she's not getting out of that car. No, Are you crazy? Night, she, no, she's parking right on the curb where we're not allowed to park anymore. Yeah. And she's going in there and she's everybody else's problem. And if it isn't ready. Ooh. Oh, my God. But she did start talking and I've been watching a lot of SVU recently. And like I had my eyes closed for a second, meaning Why? I blinked. You're, <laughs> not, you're not supposed to have your eyes closed when we're watching a show for work. <laughs> then Sleeping on the job, I was, huh? like, I was like literally... Are Livy Benson and Vivi related? They they look so much alike. And they, they, their voices are the same. And Spencer has to have the conversation with her mother and Melissa about not getting into UPenn. And she, like, doesn't come out and say it. Vivi, like, brings it up. She's like, oh, when you go to UPenn. And Spencer's like, well, I won't be going. And Veronica's like, of course you'll be going. And she's like, well, my admissions letter says I actually won't be going. And it's very... Very sassy Spencer. Um, and it is... It's like the only way she can deal with the fact that she also is really disappointed that she's not going. Yeah. And Phoebe's like, no, 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 no. Explain this to me. Because Explain she says this. that's not a funny joke. And Melissa says, I don't, Mom, I don't think she's joking. Yeah. Because this whole conversation, Melissa's kind of like towing the line between like her mom thinks she's just trying to be a good sister, but you as the audience and Spencer, like we all know that she's actually being kind of bitchy the entire yeah. time and just how she's like trying to be like, I don't think Spencer wants my help or I don't think sp- yes. like, all this stuff. And that happens before the pen conversation, but then pen comes up and they're both like, no, this isn't the first round. This is early admissions and there's still hope and all this stuff. And well, Spencer's just like, yeah. no, where I end up next fall will not be you pen. Yeah. And I kill it. Like it's just, it kills me when Vivi's like, no, explain this to me. And and since there's like the explanation is they rejected me. Like what? Do, it, and it's just like that. Like that can't it can't possibly be that you got rejected. There has to be some kind of an explanation. And like just to think of how like fucking hopeless it feels to be Spencer in that moment. Who's like, no, the, there is not one. Yeah. I can't it, it, break the sound for you. And like the way like. Melissa ends up like playing the victim in that way. If she's like, Spencer doesn't want my help. Spencer doesn't want yeah. me to do this, this, and this. And Veronica, Veronica goes, listen to your sister. And it's just like, you and don't understand the layers and layers and layers that yes. exist in this relationship, Vivi. And that's actually making everything worse. Yeah. So then we go to Hannah. She's visiting her mom at work. Totally new office setup, it seems. Well, it's not that new from last episode. Oh, well. It's new from season one. Okay. Well, it seems new to me. But Hottie Holbrook and Lieutenant Butterscotch are there. And they're looking in Wilden's safety deposit box. And the things that are found in there are not the things that you might find in an... Hannah walks in and Lieutenant Tanner and Officer Holbrook... You mean Lieutenant Butterscotch? Right, right, right. Super awesome. Okay. The things that they're finding in a safety deposit box are not the things that like an innocent person might have... He's got a ton of cash and then he has two passports and he has a gun. Um, Ashley's acting so guilty. This Ashley needs to like literally play it cool for a moment in her life because they, they go and this would be the first time and you would be the only person who has seen the contents of the safety deposit box and she freezes and they're like just now because we're just, but they also totally just like walked her into that and like, and the idea, I think, is that they believe she might have planted these things mm-hmm. in his safety deposit box. Which I think is a little bit far-fetched. I don't believe well, that it's crazy that she killed him, but I don't think she would have gone... Like, because, like, what is that... 
we knew he was sus. Everybody knew that before a safety deposit comp contest came out. Maybe. I just and especially I don't think she's planting the gun that she used to kill him. Yeah. But also I think it's crazy because Hannah is there the whole time. They don't make any they're not trying to like hide this. Like I would think this is probably classified information regarding the case, especially since Hannah is involved. But I have been wondering but I've been watching SVU as we all know and these cops these cops come to these people like not people of interest but like people that they can interrogate and like they don't if they walk you into the conversation or if they are able to get the stuff without a warrant then, they then can that's use fine it. i know like that's crazy to me that like, i know when i saw i was like wait don't they need a warrant and it's like they use the getting the warrant as the threat they're yes. like well, if you're not going to give it to me now, I could go get a warrant and then they're going to find all the other shady yeah. shit that you're doing. It's so scary, actually. Like, I know. Yeah. Anyway, so um, then Lieutenant Tanner asks if she can have a butterscotch from Ashley's desk. And that's why I now call her Lieutenant Butterscotch, which I like better. Which I honestly like better. And Hannah, Hannah also is just standing there the entire time. She's doing that thing where Hannah puts her arms yeah. crossed and she's like... And she's like looking around, like, and she's she's moving her lips, and she's like, and she looks at her mom, and she's like, <laughs> and now she's like, just don't. It's like there are other people you're watching. Just this. wait until we get home. You guys look super innocent right now. Yeah, you look really like you're you have clear names. Then we have a phone call. I don't believe ever happens between Emily and Spencer. <laughs> what on earth could they have to talk about? Spencer is looking at a government website, and I just want to say all government websites give me like motion sickness and nausea, like the way because they're they so look, terribly laid out. The way that they look is so. It's like to do hey like, the government hire a graphic designer. Like, you have enough. You have enough of you my have, money. Yeah, you've actually actually hey by the since I'm giving you the money i get to decide how you spend it hire a graphic designer please please Jeez. did you ever have to take a map test in elementary school that's the vibe yeah the true. most god-awful standardized test that you have to take on a computer that's Ugh. a million years old just terrible it's blue gray black calibri yeah. font yeah Ugh. anyway they're talking about melissa and they're trying to figure out like how they're going to confront her about this and they decide that they need some leverage and then emily while she's on the phone with spencer overhears her parents talking about the whole cps thing and she's just really getting stressed out about it and feeling like she needs to do something which leads her to do this next insane thing she goes back to the doctor who she admitted to stealing drugs to she, she talked, told him that and then he called child protective services or well he didn't but kind of um she goes to him and she's like, hey, there's been a huge misunderstanding. Like, you need to undo everything you did. Like, nothing's wrong, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, did somebody pressure you to come in here and talk to me? Thinking that her parents are maybe like, you need to go fix what you did. Like, if there really was a situation going on. And when he finally gets Emily to sit, he tells her that she partially tore a muscle in her rotator cuff. And if she keeps swimming, she will totally tear it and she'll have to get surgery. And the surgery is very unpredictable. So there's always a chance she might never swim again. Right. And then we go to Rosewood Times Square where we have some fine detective work going on. But I'm like loving Hannah in this scene. Not loving her outfit, but loving Hannah. Well, I'm not loving any of the outfits in this entire episode. But really quickly, the most, like, we just have to talk about the outfit super quick. She's in a newspaper. Yeah, but not just, it's yellow. Yeah, it's caution tape yellow, but it's printed like a newspaper. Mm -hmm. And then she's got a red blazer over top of it. It's giving, like, y'all know those commercials, like, London, like, the London mascara. Yeah, Remmel. Get the London look. Yeah, the London look. Mm Mm-hmm. 
It's giving that. It is. It totally is. And like her messy hair. Mm-hmm. And also I'm like, hey, if I'm one of these girls, I'm like laying low. And that includes my fashion choices. Not Hannah. Um, <laughs> and, and not not Lieutenant Tanner because she is... She, oh I, my God. I actually do think that this was... Was this a ploy? That's what I think. I think Lieutenant Tanner found out who Hannah was, thought maybe she was going to be the one to talk the most because she has the most to lose. So she's going to want to like figure Holbrook, out what's going on. Hottie Holbrook was like... Hey, uh, I'll handle Hannah. I'll go. I'll chat with her. It's probably you know. And Lieutenant Butterscotch is like, no, no. I have the perfect thing. <laughs> I figured out she's the it girl, so <laughs> I am actually the only person here that's qualified to talk to her. I have a little trick up my sleeve. So she pulls I'm, out. So, so I'm gonna wear actually my normal go-to outfit, which is a gray pencil skirt light blue button down and a gray matching blazer yes the most boring outfit in corporate boring, america boring boring but i'm gonna wear six inch royal blue stilettos stilettos pointy toe stilettos we're not being dramatic here and that caught hannah's attention and it catches hannah's so we might eye. be making fun of her but lieutenant Tanner did something okay right. but she said work she i mean she came and she said hannah hannah hey <laughs> I'm a girl you want to be friends with. <laughs> and and she's right. So Hannah goes over and sits down. She's like, hey, Lieutenant Butterscotch, I want to talk about all the stuff in Wilden's box. And it's just like, hey, Hannah, keep away from this. Yeah, it's like, Hannah, th- have you ever heard the number one thing when somebody kills somebody, the first thing they do is insert themselves in the investigation. That's like criminology 101 <laughs> bitch is giving ben affleck and gone girl oh my god exactly just making all the wrong moves mm-hmm. even, but, though, even though they're innocent right Right, Ben Affleck didn't do it in the movie. Yeah, he didn't. Because she, she's not dead. Yeah, he didn't, but we're not on his side. No, but I mean, like, he... <laughs> we are not on... We are on her... Amy Dunn, we're on your side. <laughs> I'll protect you, Amy Dunn. Why haven't I been here for Halloween yet? Wait, did you see the new movie that Rosamund Pike's in? Saltburn? Yeah. With Jacob Elordi? Yeah. Girl, yes. I think I brought this up last week. I wanted to I see had it. never literally heard of it. Or maybe I talked to Liney about it, and she was like, I haven't heard of it. And I was like, how? I hadn't, I hadn't heard of it at all until... I said, maybe you sent me like a tweet or something from it. I can't believe. About a bath, t- like a drain. I don't think I sent you that, but I did see it. And Somebody sent that to that me. That me scratching my head. But yeah, I've, I saw the, I watched the initial trailer when it came out because. Um, I don't get it. Don't get what? Is it scary? Like, what is it? I think it's like a psychological thing, but I think what Jacob Elordi is going to come in contact with is kind of the Riverdale effect, even though he like Euphoria was a secret, a, a serious acting yeah. show. But people are so into Jacob, a kissing booth effect, not Euphoria. Mm. People are so in love with him that they're gonna yeah. see whatever for him. And Priscilla was a little bit more like tasteful. Yeah. But Jacob Elordi is an actor. Yeah. And he wants to be taken seriously yes. as an actor, so he's taking like he's taking gritty roles. And so I, I, I watched TikTok today of these girls that went to go see Saltburn without knowing really what it was about oh god and they were like we went for jacob lordy and left feeling changed oh my god <laughs> because well. it's like it is a really like it's supposed to be a commentary on like obviously the um like poverty dis- disparage mm-hmm. whatever it's what's that called disparity the, the disparity um wealth disparity mm-hmm. and um jacob lordy's a really rich kid and then barry uh, Kogan, I think is his mm-hmm. last name. He is a poor kid and they go to a boarding school and he has nowhere to go for a holiday break. So Jacob Elordi mm. invites him and is like really nice on the outside, but is like really like fucked up. Oh my God. And like, it's like, I don't, 
I don't. We don't really know much more. That's another thing. It's one of those movies. It's like the trailer it's is kind of really telling you. you don't really know. Yeah. But yeah. I'm but the cast is. I'm in. I'm stoked to see it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Hannah wants to talk about all this, and she's like, it makes it's me not, think. It's not Saltburn. Yeah. She Just wants to talk about Saltburn and Jacob Elordi. Um. She wants to talk about all this stuff in Wilden's box, and she's like, it makes me think he was crooked or like was part of the Russian mob or something. And Lieutenant Butterscotch is like, um, are there is there like big russian mob activity here in rosewood <laughs> and, and it's like, like i don't fucking know you tell me <laughs> I'm, that's why i'm asking i'm nervous <laughs> now because if i'm dealing with the mafia that's a little different than my best friend who's dead it's a little different than 14 year old allison de Laurentiis, although, <laughs> although she's close. how different is it and so the conversation kind of turns into, well, how many times did you speak to wilden hannah and like kind of starts getting and a little here's bit what i'm gonna say not appropriate. She's a minor. Lieutenant, 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 hey, Lieutenant. That's what I'm. Please don't her. call her that. No, that's what I'm. Lieutenant. Don't call her her name. <laughs> Lieutenant Butterscotch. <laughs> Lieutenant Butterscotch. <laughs> I've got Detective Wilden, and since I can't say that anymore, I got Lieutenant Butterscotch. Never <laughs> <laughs> heard of it. Never heard of it. She is like um. She's bringing this up. Like, how many times did you talk to Lieutenant... Fuck! <laughs> Detective Wilden. Guys, we just tried playing monikers. It was not good. It was, like, worse than this. Caroline and I <laughs> can't be on a team together. Well, I thought that we could, and I thought we'd be very successful, and actually so did everybody else in the room, because Anthony was like, okay, they talk to each other every day. If he was like, we've got a podcast together, and she's like, we got this, and we get to the first fucking card, and we took the entire minute and 15 seconds, and she didn't get it. So, guys, I was just then she to, said the word that just, she's not allowed to say I was two just, times. I was just there to have fun with my sister, and which is insane. <laughs> if, if you know anything about me, it's like games aren't played for fun. Guys, in case you were wondering why about KK status. decided a long time ago to stop playing games, it's because this is how all yeah, the but games G-Daddy go. got it. She daddy said it is not for fun. <laughs> and I looked at KK and she went, Ugh. and I said, Thank you, G Daddy. Thank um, you. So then. I, all I want to say is, why are we not talking about, like, Hannah is not at fault for the amount of times that they talked alone, or talked at all. Yeah, she Phoebe was the police brought officer. up a good point, because she was like, okay, she was like, well, how many times did, like, he come to your house or whatever, and, or go, come to your school, and you got caught, and Phoebe was like, well, how many times did he, like, pull up to you on the side of the road, and, like, stop his car so you couldn't walk across the sidewalk anymore, and, and like, ask you questions? How many times did he, like post-coital come down with a towel around his waist and like ask you questions hannah mm-hmm. like you know what i mean it's like okay let's also, be thorough like if if i were a police officer and even if they were harassing me and or i mean if i was a teenager and a police officer kept coming up to me to ask me questions about something being my, uh, like, but i'm also like we were taught to respect authority in that way and like i'm gonna you have to comply i mean yeah so anyway Caleb ends up saving her. He comes over. He's like, hey, like, let's go. And he basically is like, Hannah, you're out of your league talking to these detectives. You have no idea what you're he's doing. He's being kind of annoying. He is. He's being a little bit of a mansplainer. And it's like, even the really good guys can be like that. Mm-hmm. Anthony. He, Hang on. Like, I, I'm overheating talking about all this crazy stuff. He's basically I need like, to change my shirt. Are you being for real? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can keep talking. But yeah. Because <laughs> okay. I'm freaking overheated from talking about this all. He's All like, this. he's, he's so irritating because, well, this isn't actually irritating. This is good information for Hannah. He's like, these aren't the Rosewood cops. These are state police officers or like 
these are like federal agents who know what they're fucking doing. But one thing, Kate, in other words, he has a point. (laughs) (laughs) And then Caleb does the most stupid thing of all. Hannah leaves him because she's annoyed, of course. And he decides to turn around and make eye contact with Lieutenant Tanner. So now... (laughs) Caroline just turned around from her suitcase and said, and then he did this and put her her two fingers and said, I'm watching you. I'm watching you, the eye thing. (laughs) And then I'm just like, okay, you want to be suspicious. Putting on merch. Caroline's putting on merch right now. I still haven't ordered any. Okay. Then we go to Spencer and Toby and enough. I'm so over it. I'm over the storyline. Wow. I know that it leads like kind of somewhere, but here's why I think it leads kind of somewhere. <laughs> it leads to Saratoga where dreams come true. It, it leads somewhere because they needed it to. They needed us to not think that this entire storyline was pointless in the end. And we're not there yet. You don't know why it leads to anything, but it does feel like something that they just like threw in so that we weren't, we didn't feel cheated out of like yeah. five episodes. Also, they, okay. So they are basically like, we need to go f- Spencer found Dr. Palmer, who is this guy who apparently treated uh, Marion Cavanaugh, Toby's mom, before she um, died. And so Toby's like, I got to go find her. I got to go. And Spencer's <laughs> like, well, let me come with you. And Toby's- I'm like, Spencer, you have a lot going on to just like go on a road trip at the drop of a pen. <laughs> but for love, she's like, well, maybe there will be a motel on the way. <laughs> and that's the only place we can do that. Yeah. And Spencer, Spencer is like, let me come. And Toby's like, no. He says, now is all I got. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he says. And then he says, this is the key point to the storyline and why we have to sit through it is because this is needed apparently so that they can tell the truth to the girls. Hey, I think they'd get it. If you said that A was going to give you a file about the truth about your mom even if you didn't have the full story yet, everyone's had yeah, everyone's had to like, do shit. Okay, I get it. I mean, we're a little bit annoyed that you gave away the literal well, a layer. Yeah, but I don't know how understanding they'd be. Arya would not be. No, yeah, there's one person I can see not being understanding. Emily and Hannah. Speaking of Emily, she is wearing a camo vest. It's actually all business in the front, party in the back, because on the back, gigantic American flag. <laughs> She is a patriot. Well, her okay. Dad's, her dad's back. And Aria is in a pink lightning bolt tank top and a hot pink studded belt because she just saw Tom Sandoval in the most extras. Every <laughs> this is merch. Every Forever 21 within like a 50 mile radius this of Rosewood outfit on the has a picture of Aria at its thing and says, don't sell to this girl. She's run up her tab on her Forever <laughs> 21 credit card. <laughs> yep. So. Then we have Emily. I don't even know what they talked about. I didn't write anything. Um, I just wrote what see. they were wearing. I did. I did. Oh, well, basically, Arya's like, where's Toby going? And Spencer's like, nowhere. She's with Emily. No, Arya's there. Oh, Spencer's there, Emily there too. Emily comes later. Okay. And Arya's like, you know where he's going. And Spencer's like, okay, yeah, I do. But like, why do you care? <laughs> yeah. And then Arya goes, Spence. He's going to find the lair. That is not a job he can do on his own. Oh, Jesus. And 
Spencer's just like shut up and then Emily Emily comes over in her in her Marine Corps outfit Emily comes over and she's singing the Star Spangled Banner and everyone's like what's up what's up with that she's like sorry I'm just practicing my dad makes me recited at dinner Um, yes and then I don't really remember what she says but she I think she just catches them up on like what's going on it's just more like family 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 and then Spencer's like Arya has Jake and again like Arya looks like she wants to kill Spencer when she even says the name Jake. Yeah. But she does say, <laughs> Spencer says, I think this could be good for you. You need a love like this. And Arya says what she's been waiting to say. A love that's not hopeless. <laughs> impossible. <laughs> she loved it. She loved, she's obsessed she with, loved with that. She that it could be hopeless and impossible. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> um, Emily and Moe's are talking. <laughs> and Emily's like, so I'm like probably never gonna be able to swim again. And Moe's is like, that sucks. But you're giving me an edge. But I'm gonna win now. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's the Moe's I know and fucking <laughs> loathe. Um then we have Aria and Jake on a walk. They're on a little date walk. And they're talking about Jackie Chan. This is bonkers. Oh my god. Malcolm comes running out of a shop alone, by the way. The parents of the year. Of course we we could have got Rosewood is famously not safe. We got pixie cut and fucking pedophile. Yeah, exactly. But let's just like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um and he comes down and he's like, Aria, why don't you come over anymore? (laughs) That was a really good Malcolm impression. Me? Yeah. Oh my god. No, but no, I mean because he's a bad actor. Yeah. Because he's a kid. Wow. He's like a kid that was hired for free form. They couldn't get Jacob (laughs) Tremblay. Literally. So she's like, um, well, sometimes people get busy and they just can't do everything they want to do. Um, bye. And she and Jake start walking away and she, and this is where she has a fatal flaw because Jake's like, oh, who was that? And she goes, uh, just, um, a friend, a, a kid son of, a friend. of, and he goes, oh, yeah. oh, who's the friend? And she goes, just a teacher. Just what? one of my teachers. Aria, you could have literally just said a friend. You could have said an ex and that would have stopped the conversation. It didn't have, you didn't have to say teacher because now you have to explain the person you were dating is your teacher. Well, and she does. But like, she could have just thought it was my ex. Well, for sure. If she wanted to lie, she could have, which famously she does. I'm also like, in that whole conversation, you didn't have to, like, not every moment is a teaching moment. You don't have to look yeah. at Malcolm and say, well. I know. some She's going to be well, a gentle parent. I thought parent. it was an okay answer. She's going to be a gentle parent for No, sure. I thought it was an okay answer. She should have said, ah. Oh, she was like, right. sometimes people get busy and they can't do what they want to do. That was a perfect answer for a kid, I thought. And I rarely give her credit, but I do think that was a good answer. I guess. It was. It was. And that's just that. Um, so then we fast forward. The date's over there on Aria's porch. And Aria has told him everything. And <laughs> and Jake goes, I just didn't know you were that interesting. Oh, my God. And Aria's like, you didn't? What do you- <laughs> oh, wait a minute. What do I need to do <laughs> to signal that a little we, more clearly? Do you need to go to my room? Do you need to see my book collection? Yeah, yeah. Have you even seen my room? I have a collection of animal bones. I have... I- my ceiling isn't even straight. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've slanted ceilings. And she goes, wow. Well, when you explain it like that, it sounds like a movie. The, ha- the happy parts are in color. The sad parts are in black and white. And he goes, you mean noir? Did he say that? No. Couldn't you imagine it? Um, and then he's like, okay, well. And he's like sitting with her. And she just like tries to kiss him. Hey, girl. Hey, public public service announcement. Kissing someone isn't a way to get out of anything. No, she's like, okay, well, just can you just shut the fuck up and like tries to kiss him, but not in a cute way where it's like, no, oh, just stop talking. And it's like, no, you guys are it's like, your just love to each stop other. talking. And then he is like, okay, stop. And he's like, she's after like, a story like that, like if you, do you really? He was like, 
do you really want to be with someone who would kiss you after hearing a story like that? Yeah. And he's like, you're not done with him. Yeah. And she's like, what? Yes, I am. And he goes, you know, you have to decide if you're hurt or injured. That's what I always say to my kids. Like if you're hurt, okay, brush it off. Like get back out there. If you're injured, then you need to like go to the doctor, whatever. And he's like, so it sounds like you need to figure out if you're hurt or injured. And then she ends it with, can I call you? And he says, yes. So we'll see where that fucking goes. Then Toby meets Dr. Palmer. He's made it to Saratoga. He's in cargo pants. Of course. But not of course. You're right. We couldn't buy a pair of regular khakis for the guy. Spencer, you couldn't have dressed him. I know. Well, he said now is all I got. He had to go in what he was wearing. And it was his work clothes. Now is all I got. (laughs) Now is all I got. Us, us tomorrow putting the now was all together. we got <laughs> mom that was all we got that's the truth <laughs> guys are you so pumped for this okay anyway um so we is talking to him and we're at like are we at a nursing home we're at like a senior living facility yeah and toby like believes that he's like working there toby, for some like, reason Toby like hasn't put the pieces together halfway through the conversation <laughs> He's like, yeah, he hasn't figured out that, like, this is an old man. And this guy's, like, barely lucid. Yeah, like, and it becomes very clear to us, but, like, not immediately clear to Toby. Toby's I'm like, giving, what does Spencer see in him? Toby, once again, is giving Travis Kelsey. Absolutely. He's, he's just, like, yes. he's, he's just listening. Didn't know squirrels ate bread. Exactly. And, he's and like, that, that squirrel straight smashed it. <laughs> Didn't know squirrels got down like that. So endearing, though. Um, so he's talking to Dr. Palmer, and he is like, I want to talk about your mom, and he only has nice things to say about her. He doesn't have anything like weird to say. And um, Toby's like, you don't think she jumped, do you? And he says, doctors can be in denial too. And then Toby gets up to leave because he starts to realize, I'm just going to go through the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me make sure. That's why I figured I did that too. Toby gets up to leave because he starts to realize that um, he like goes to leave. And then Dr. Palmer's like, well, you tell your mom I said hi. Well, yeah, he, Toby, go ahead. He also was like, you know, she loved you, Toby. There were just forces that were too much for her. And mm-hmm. he's like, what are you talking about? And this is when he starts realizing that, oh, he's crazy. Yeah. Because he's like, well, the air was too heavy for her. And I'm actually studying that now. And I've actually made it my life's work. Like the air is heavier around some people and blah, 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 blah. And Toby's like, all right, you're nuts. And starts to leave. And then he's like, tell her to stay away from that girl. That blonde girl. There's something wrong with the air around that one. Very troubling. What do you think it means? Is this like, am I going to find out this is like a code for something later? You'll the find air out who the girl being is. heavy. Well, no, I don't think that's so much. That's just him being a, a Looney Tune? Maybe, but the blonde girl, we'll find out who that is. Okay. And then we go to the Marin Manor. And I'm just like, Hannah, give it a rest. Hannah, leave it alone. Hannah, get a hobby. Yes. Other oh. than accusing your mom of murder. <laughs> Let's see. What do you think? What, wait, should we bring mom in here and accuse her of murder? <laughs> Ashley no longer is allowed to take clients into their safety deposit boxes anymore, which seems like the first of like all the punishments to come. And like, this is where I'm like, Hannah, Ashley's telling you these things. Just take them as they come and mm-hmm. don't like be like, well, why would they do that? Why yeah. would they, are you going to ask? Like, just leave it right. alone. She won't stop asking questions. And so finally, Ashley's like, this will not touch you. And then Hannah's like, well, I know you were here. Like, I know you weren't Like, uh, there. why do you want to know this? But it's also like, lead with it, Hannah. Like, if you know, the, why'd you like, and then. She's and then, your mom. Yeah. And then Ashley's like, okay. And Hannah's like, well, I wish you lied, had like lied to me one more time. It's like, why? 
Why are you wasting everyone's time? You know, it's my question. So now Melissa's drinking some wine and being watched by her sister. <laughs> but we don't know that at first. Yeah. Because we see Melissa go to get a glass of fucking Pinot Grigio. And we see that someone's watching her from the outside of the house. And then we see that this person's also filming. And then we get a voiceover. And it's Spencer narrating what her sister is doing. Yes. And she's like, yeah. As if she's inside her brain. She's like, yeah, Melissa, pour that glass of wine. And then, oh, what's yeah. this? My suitcase. What's <laughs> yeah. it doing And Phoebe here? goes, why would she open Spencer's suitcase? <laughs> so I was like, it's not Spencer's suitcase. It's Melissa's suitcase. I just, I just flubbed it for a second. That Spencer put down there. And she put the mask in there. Mm-hmm. And then Melissa opens it and finds the mask. And Melissa, Spencer the entire time is like, all right, and then open it. Atta girl. Yes, very good. And then, and then she goes, oh, what's What this? could this be? Where a could mask. this have come from? You sound Woo! like Venny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's so her. It's so, so her. Um, she seems nervous for sure. And then Spencer's like, just give it a second. Think, Melissa. Come on, Melissa. Think. There we go. And she realizes Melissa's got it. And then Melissa leaves. And so now Aria and Spencer have yeah. to go follow her. <laughs> I hated when Spencer said good girl. Yeah, it, it sucked. Should we go through <laughs> it this? It sucked. The Hector, like, or. Um, well, no. We can just go as it is. It, they Honestly, the way they edited this is kind of annoying. Yeah, but, but it's fine. We'll just go through it how it's, how it's done. So Emily and her family, or her dad. This, this is, is where I'm like, okay, I know. Wayne and Pam, pull yourself. I know, together. I know. And here's the here's the hitter. Here's the heavy hitting line. Your mom and I have cut you a lot of slack. What? Famously, you haven't. For what? For no, but for what? What does she do? She's gay. <laughs> is that what you're cutting her slack She's for? Being stalked. I can't. I'm confused about like what would warrant like a. Like you not cutting like, her well, slack. You, well, you lied about being stalked. So. Yeah, yeah. Your well, your girlfriend tried to kill you. <laughs> like what? Well, your girlfriend died, and we cut you a lot of slack for that. Was Actually, ba- two of your girlfriends was, have died. Was buried in our backyard. Yes. Oh my god! And you cried about it for a long ass time, and then I left. I went away, moved to Texas, so you couldn't see me for six months. And then your mom also left, and, and that was a big old break for you, huh? <laughs> so much slack and then well, and while that was happening oh you got poisoned and ended up in the hospital oh oh you got a stomach ulcer it was so dramatic <laughs> you're stressed this is real stress <laughs> and i'm like i get it i get it i want to go to school today i know i look i have an american flag right back are we cool now <laughs> um but literally uh, this is where i'm just like okay i'm all for a little bit of like strict parenting but when cps is watching you Hey, maybe dial it back. Maybe <laughs> just like walk on eggshells for like a couple days. Hey, like maybe hush tones. Yeah. <laughs> maybe go. Yeah. Maybe I don't, don't chase your daughter onto the street yelling, you and come, come back, back here right this instant. You're going to be sorry. <laughs> don't take, go on the street with your gun, Wayne, and shoot it in the air three times. And say, Emily, you come back now, you hear? <laughs> or it's going to be an ugly day for you when you get back. That didn't happen. No, but May it might well it might as well have. <laughs> um, they, basically, he's like, we don't think that this A stuff is over. Is it? And she says, I don't know. 
and she runs out of the house. And I am like, Emily, that was bold. At that point, Mom and I would have pulled out a lasso <laughs> and would have lassoed me around the waist and yanked me so hard no back into the required. house. No yelling required. No yelling required. They figured it out. They have already figured that out. <laughs> but I certainly wouldn't be leaving the premises. I would have like a shock collar on. <laughs> And I'd like try to get outside of like the invisible <laughs> fence and I would like be electrocuted. None, all of that's just for humorous purposes. Yeah, I don't call CPS. <laughs> I'm 28, so it won't, <laughs> we won't even work at this point. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh then my we God. go to the Marin Manor and Caleb's here. And this is so weird. They're like talking and Caleb again is like, so did your mom admit it yet? He's like, <laughs> so did your mom pay someone to kill Wilden? So or like, no, Hannah is thinking that maybe. Caleb's also in France. What's going on with the prince this episode? Caleb is in a shirt with a bunch of skulls all over it. That's kind of like very Caleb. No, but the prince. When are he and Hannah going to get matching skull tattoos? On their their lower back. (laughs) Caleb on his shoulder blade. Hey, a theater in town's doing rent. In this Next summer. No. Pittsburgh. We should do it. What are we doing this weekend? I don't know what you're doing. Me either. I'm freaking partying. Are you? Maybe. And I'm not even invited. I don't I mean you're on the standby your swing. <laughs> <laughs> your vacation swing. Um well here's what we're doing. Friday we're going Black Friday shopping. I have one lesson at one. So we can go at two. Okay. Black Friday shopping. And then Addie and Wynn and Gus and Peter are gonna meet us at Charleston Place for the snow. For the <gasps> fake snow. Fun. But they're they might be getting dinner or drinks before, so we could potentially meet up with them for that if we want. Um, and then we are talking about maybe doing like a big dinner with everyone if we can. Rock and freaking roll. That you aren't invited. <laughs> <laughs> You're invited to everything but that. You're with- invited to drive us everywhere. <laughs> no, you can probably come. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know if we're doing dinner, but if we do, then you can come. Obviously. Slay. Okay. Back to this. There's a knock on the door. It's Hottie Holbrook and Lieutenant Butterscotch. I've got to write a book about them. <laughs> Today, KK was like, you know, I always thought you'd write books. Like, you thought a lot about Caroline. I also thought I'd be an espionage. <laughs> so choose one. Both of those things would have been bonkers. But they would have gone really well together. Because imagine the book I could have written if I was an espionage. Ah. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Um, so they show up and they just like walk right in. into the house. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let's treat police officers like mm, vampires. You have to invite them in. Ever heard of the fucking Fourth Amendment? Yeah. Don't just say like the police officer. The police officers are basically like soldiers in my mind. So, yeah. hey, you're not welcome in my house unless you have a fucking warrant. Exactly. Get out of here. Exactly. And don't let yourself in. But then Caleb and Hannah, it's like you little stupid bitches. They lie. They're like, what, is your mom home? And they're like, no. And then they make like a bigger lie because their car's in the driveway. And Kate was like, well, I drove it. Ashley's fucking home. I'm like, I'm sorry, Ashley. You're the adult. I know you heard the door. You just let them lie. And she stood up there and listened to them lie. And then she comes and then when they leave, she she shows her face. And then she turns right back the fuck around. She doesn't even come down the stairs. She like goes down peers over the corner and she looks at them and then she just disappears again says nothing she goes you guys really shouldn't have lied (laughs) you guys we're gonna talk about this later and then she goes right back to her bubble bath that she's not gonna get in she's just gonna watch sit there in full business casual outfit (laughs) um although that's not what happens she doesn't say anything um okay so now aria and spencer they have followed melissa all the way to hector's scary mask house i've called it house spelled like house labs of course house of hector Ooh, house of Hector, yeah. You know the song, and now you're in the house, in the house of Holbein, yeah. Yes, from that's six. my least favorite from six, but yeah. It wouldn't be if you saw it live. 
I guess. It's actually like a big fashion house number. Oh, that's fun. And they do like, they kind of like get her ready. Oh, you know cute. the get down. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Is it that? I think that's the other one that's No, 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 that that's time. what it is. That's what it is. They go together. Oh, okay. Those two. That makes sense. I do love the sick soundtrack for I the know. most part. Dude, I know. Okay. But I'm really in a spring awakening phase. <sighs> it's a perfect season. I used to get so depressed. I used to get so depressed listening to Spring Awakening in my childhood bedroom being like, oh. It's just like we've lost that in musicals. And I know. Don't, uh, no one take this the wrong way. Hurt I, me again. I hear it a little bit in like Moulin Rouge and like Well, Hadestown. I think they thought Hadestown was going to do it, but it didn't do it for me. But there's just a little bit too much polish on these musicals. Mm-hmm. And it's like when I listen to it, it feels a little bit too much like a Disney soundtrack. Well, and it also needs to be a little bit more like make it a little bit more mainstream because Hades Town, if you're just listening through to the soundtrack. Well, that's fair. It's like, okay, Normie isn't going to be like the slaps. That's but true. Spring Awakening, they might. And Spring Awake, the music just sounds, there's like a little bit of grit to it and Ugh. it doesn't sound perfect. And it's that's just what makes so it good. so good. And the, I mean, just have you seen the show? No. Oh my god. We okay, if there's ever an option to see it near you, you have to go, but also like I we have to go see it. It is so good. Back to Aria and Spencer. So they're <laughs> at House of Hector and Melissa's dragging a big ass garbage bag out of his house. So Aria just decides to go in while Spencer goes after Melissa. No, but here's what Spencer asks her to do. Spencer's going to go follow Melissa out into the woods, into a lake, a body of water. <laughs> and she goes, Aria, wait here so you can hear if anything <laughs> goes wrong. I'm almost like, why are we splitting up? And Aria's like, okay, yeah, for sure. And then as soon as Spencer's out of eyesight, she she's goes, like, she's so she's annoying. Like, All right, I need to figure, I need to get hey, to the- Hey, you're trying to, you're trying to tape my wings down. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Aria's like, okay, I need to get to the bottom of why he didn't want to make a mask for yeah. me. Literally. I need, I literally do And my, then if he asks, I'm going to say, hell no. <laughs> I can't like afford to keep it. my face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because that's actually what she literally says. Literally what she says. She goes in and she's, of course, in metallic leggings again, but this time <laughs> one pant is pink and one <laughs> pant is black. Because, so, yeah. No, wait, that's literally not true. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. One pant is solid black. The other is white and black, like, designs. Is it? Yeah. Like, geometric designs, yes. That's so much worse. <laughs> yeah, but where the fuck did you get pink? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Okay. Melissa starts smashing all of her masks. Again, I don't really see the resemblance. I literally wrote, so if Mel attacks, Mel, <laughs> if Mel attacks Spencer, what will what will Arya be doing? What is she, how is she going to fix that? Yeah, true. Well, Arya is snooping around and she finds like a zillion more Allison masks. And we thought he had, I was going to say deleted, kill me, I'm chronically online. Thought he had destroyed all of them, but and obviously so not. Arya grabs one and she walks into his studio. And at this point, he doesn't know that she's even in there. <laughs> and basically what it looks like she's about to ask is she's holding, she's holding like a fucking rock. It basically, and she looks at him and it, you think maybe she's going to say, why didn't you want to sculpt me? Why not me? Huh? <laughs> Why not me? Pick me. Choose, Choose me. me. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and she, like, yes. And so he's like, okay, basically, I did tell you that I destroyed all of them, but I destroyed the mold. I just kept all the castings mm-hmm. because he couldn't part with her face. And I am like, Allie, you went, th- he paid you basically for your face. And then you had, you him- can't tell him to, you yeah. answered a Craigslist ad for, 
for your face. Now you're acting like you're paying him. If you had paid him for these for all your friends, that would be different. But that's not what you did, Allie. Right. And we get a flashback and Allison like runs into his shop. She's on fire and she's demanding the money that he apparently owes her. And she's like, he's like, well, I, I don't have it all yet. Like I haven't made all the sales. She's like, just give me whatever you have. And what's the quickest way to get out of town? And then she leaves. So we don't know. She's out of there. And someone else is driving going. the car and he couldn't see who it was. Someone else is driving the, the getaway, getaway car. car. So <laughs> Spencer creeps up. Hello, Melissa. <laughs> this reminds know. me of the infamous voicemail kelly left me you know hello caroline you know what i'm talking about from when she apologized to you no we weren't she, this was not an apology this was like the day we got in this massive blowout fight i was literally walking walking to get my foot x-rayed because it was broken and i had a boot on and so i walked down musc and i'm walking back and i have a voicemail from her and it starts hello caroline <laughs> And I get home to Chloe. I'm like, Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. And I <laughs> play you, it for her. But you didn't even listen to the whole thing? No, I did. But I play it. She's like, all right. And whatever she said. And then she's like, mad? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. She's she's like crying because I'm like mad at her because she lied to me for a year about her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, Kelly. Kelly wouldn't tell me who her boy, like she was dating someone. And we were best that they, friends. That they both knew. No, we both knew. And she and, and Caroline knew they were dating. And I could like tell they were. Like they were like going to all the dances together. They're posting a million photos together. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, Kelly, are you like Kelly, are you dating him? She's like, no. Oh my God, he's like my brother. Keep saying ah. that. Going on vacation with like all these things. And then finally I like learn for sure that they're dating. I'm like, no, they're not. I would know. No, they're not. And they're like, uh, yes, they are. So I like text her and I'm like, fuck you you lied to me like you didn't tell me you're dead to me and again i was really mad about the lie i wasn't really mad that they were you know what i mean i was like you kept this from me for so long and it's not like i didn't ask you yeah i like asked you point blank over and over are you dating that person yeah i asked you over and (laughs) i asked him over i asked her over and over and over again and she just like would not tell me and i was like really hurt about it and it's not like she was like she wouldn't tell me, by the way, because my friend, Michelle, <laughs> they both listen. This is so funny. And they're friends now. Michelle had also previously dated this person. So it's, but it's, but it's not. But Michelle's the one who told me. <laughs> she didn't tell me because she didn't want Michelle to know. And Michelle is the one who told me. That's so funny. And then I was like, well, Kelly, the whole, re- like, you know, whatever. And so we got in this fight and then. Oh my god! And then the guy texted me such a like actually to this day the meanest text I've ever gotten. It's giving Nicole's boyfriend, Nicole's husband. It is. It was like it literally one of the lines was I'm actually shocked at how terrible of a person you really can be. Like these were the things that he wrote. I was like, what? He was like, you call her your best friend. She's crying in the bathroom right now. I'm like, good, good. I'm glad she's fucking crying. I'm mad at her. (laughs) And so then I got the voicemail. Oh. I texted her. I was like, "Hey, um, you need to put your boyfriend on a fucking leash. Like, don't let him talk to me like that." <laughs> How dare? Like, hello, Caroline. Yeah, no, but it was. It wasn't even like it was like, "Hello, Caroline." I can't even do it. It was so funny. But so, so she was enunciating. It was just like, "Grew." Yeah, and so Caroline and I mean, oh my god, Chloe and I always go, "Hello, Chloe." Hello, Caroline. <laughs> we always do it. <laughs> Kelly knows. It's so funny. Did Chloe hate Kelly for a little bit? No, no, no. She didn't hate. I mean. Like, were they friends? Like, did she have that feeling of, like, when your friend is in a fight with someone else who you... I think, but they had, like, zero relationship, really. Like, at all. But that's what I mean. Like, did it? Did she have that, like... 
was she like protective over you in that way of like she I mean she was definitely like on my side for sure like she was like but I don't think she felt like strongly enough about Kelly to like hate her like she but she definitely was like I mean we definitely were listening to the voicemail and like laughing <laughs> so, like <laughs> but I was also really hurt like you yeah. know it wasn't like we were like being just mean like my feelings were hurt and then Kelly ended up and I obviously ended up making up and um you know now we're so much for the better but it is so funny the way she said hello melissa is exactly how God, i wish i like we all wish we had that fucking voicemail Man. but that was i'll never forget I was, in my being abused 402 like getting that text from him and being like oh. well you know what phoebe bridger says hmm. you know it's for the better you know it's for the better yeah that's okay true waiting room bitch i don't like know all the names I know like the words and the tunes, but I don't know all the names. That's pretty <laughs> I, normal. I know the words and the tunes. I do. <sighs> but the, it's the names of all the songs I don't know. Okay, sorry. You can cut all that, by the way. We'll see. All right. So um, Spencer's like, hello, I want answers. Were you on the Halloween train? Blah, blah, blah. Um, she was. What I'm thinking is just like, okay, Melissa and all these adults in Rosewood grow up. I, exactly. You guys are all on this yeah. Halloween train to torment teenagers it's crazy and you guys might be like well it's because of Allie. Allie was 14 i know so here's like i'm gonna i wrote down like the rundown of what melissa tells her so i'll go just go it. through it so melissa says that wilden is the one who tried to kill spencer on the halloween train and she's like none of us helped him we were afraid of him and it couldn't have been wilden blackmailing who melissa Melissa had to trade her face for information as well. That's like why he has a mask of her. Um, and so Melissa was like, Wilden couldn't have been blackmailing anyone. He's not smart enough. Um, but I've been protecting you since this started, since before it started. We find out that she sent Jenna and Shauna to watch Spencer to figure out who she was going to meet um, at the house. But I'm just like, imagine being Spencer yeah. and finding out that your sister started that fire. No, Melissa didn't start. The, Will didn't start the fire. Yeah, but she was there and she knew what the plan yeah, was. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm waiting for it to be like, and then I pulled you out. Nope. <laughs> Someone like, else. Melissa is literally like, I don't know who pulled you out. Yes. Honestly, that wasn't part of the plan. So like, I have no clue who that was. <laughs> and Spencer's like, do you think Allie's alive? And Melissa like, does. And Spencer's <laughs> like, but that would be crazy. And Melissa's like, uh, not crazier than anything else that's happened. Yes. And then Spencer ends it with, did you kill Detective Wilden? And Melissa says, let it go, Spencer. And to me, that's, that's a an yes. admission of guilt. That's a yes. For sure. Hey, if you ever ask me if I've killed someone and I say that, it means yes. And honestly, if she did, okay. that's so sly. He tried to kill Spencer. It would make sense. Okay, big sister if that was Yeah, if that was an act of you being an amazing older sister, then I'm here for it, Melissa. Jump scare. Where's Whoa. the pool? <laughs> We're at the pool and Moses swimming without a swim cap. <laughs> and at first, I'm like, hell fucking yeah. There's suspenseful music. Playing. I'm like, uh, and Phoebe goes, all right, taste your own medicine. Thinking that Emily's going to come in and drown Moses. We or wish. We wish. We wish. We wish. We wish. We wish. What a win. Oh my God. But <laughs> that's not what, that's happens. what happens. But Emily does seem like she's like got a bone to pick. Like she, I was like, are you yeah, about to break? First, up? Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> no, no. We were not that lucky. They, um, I, I wrote, break up or drown her yes. and i'm just that's not what happens they make out and talk about how emily's afraid she's not gonna get to stanford and Paige is like 
We'll figure it out. And here's my thing to say about Emily has the worst line ever. With all of these terrible things in my life right now, why do I feel so lucky? <laughs> makes me ill. Makes us and, rich. And um, Paige is like, oh, well, you, you're just like so brave. You couldn't let Mona and Arya get hit by that car. Emily didn't save them. No. They all jumped out of the way. And yeah. Emily's the only one who got that hurt. Literally. So maybe Emily's being dramatic. So Paige walks Emily home and cops are at the house because someone called the police about a domestic disturbance. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I also <laughs> just want to say about Paige, of course, like Emily, Paige is never going to be the one to break up with Emily because she feels mm-hmm. so lucky, lucky to be with to her be in this relationship. To be with Shay Mitchell. Emily, it has to be you. Yes, but it won't be. You walked in there hoping Paige would be like, okay, yeah. So, um, the girl or Aria like goes back to Spencer and Melissa's gone and they get a text that says Melissa's guilty of plenty, but she's not a material kisses. Aria starts making tea before this though. Mm-hmm. The fire that she has. Oh, it's going, massive. It's giving Joe Biden's birthday cake. <laughs> That's true. Which was burning so hard <laughs> that he was white knuckled, both hands strapped across the table <laughs> and he was like leaning back. How I'm up. trying to be on my birthday. And so at first I was trying to figure out what his caption meant. Cause I was like, okay, maybe they're 81 candles. Cause to me, it's believable. It would make that amount of fire. Mm-hmm. But I think that he was saying that's how many candles are on the cake. So when you turn 126, that's when you run out of candles. Oh. Uh, but I'm like, okay, well, they didn't have to put that many candles on there then. No, and I don't really get it. And I don't really care. <laughs> Hannah goes to Spencer's and she tells Aria and Spencer that she thinks her mom killed Wilden and she thinks A knows it. Didn't Hannah already clue them into this? No, but now she's like, I really think it. Oh, okay. And, um, and she thinks that A knows it. And then at the perfect moment, the tea kettle screams. And then we get our A scene. And I wrote, get a life. Because A, <laughs> like, hello, enough. You don't need to do this. A went to the bottom of that freaking lake and picked up every piece <laughs> of the Melissa mask. And is gluing, and is gluing it, it back, back together, together piece by piece. Hey, aren't you busy? Ten bucks, you knowing who you are, <laughs> you could probably put like fucking like something that makes someone go to sleep on a cloth, put it on Melissa's face while she's asleep and get your and own, make your own clone of her face. Yeah. If you have to have it. Which I don't think you do. No. Hey, like, what is your job? Do you have one? How are you? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So guys, that's the episode. Thank you so, so much for listening. Let's do the synopsis for next week. Spencer, okay. Season four, episode five, Gamma Zeta die. Ah! Exclamation point. It's 43 minutes. Spencer and <laughs> Emily make plans to visit. I hate this episode. Okay, well, we have to do it. Spencer and Emily make plans to visit a nearby college, but they have different agendas. Whoa. Spencer's singular focus to figure out Allie's connection to the school contradicts Emily's fears about her plans for after graduation. We meet a very important old woman this episode. Mm, I bet I know who it is. Who? I don't know her name, but dark hair. No? I don't know if she's dark hair. What, is she, what does her face look like? I don't know. Never mind. Um, okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please, please, please take a second. Rate us. Review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. And please, please, please. 
post a link to this episode on your story, tag a friend, send it to a friend who you think would listen and tag us. So we know you're a real one. Um, but just, you know, tell everyone, please, please, please spread the word and we will see you next week. And splat. Against all odds. Thanks for listening to our stupid little podcast. <laughs> no, say it louder. Well, actually, we're right. And thank you guys Shh, so no, much stop, for stop, listening stop, to our stop, stupid stop, little stop, podcast. Stop. stop. <laughs>